we have these crossroads. And you know, either way you choose, your life is going to be different. The universe doesn't exist, but God thinks it does. We have to stop consuming our culture. We have to create culture. Stupidity has a definite evolutionary function. I am all for abolishing stupidity, but before it goes, we should pay tribute to it. Hello, friends. Hello, whatever spectral enemies we've gotten the attention of because of this. Welcome to the Nonsense Bazaar. I see you, Ascended Masters. They see us. Uh, I know, and it terrifies me. Mm, I kind of like it. I like the attention. God, I really <laughs> don't. So, like, we've been on this topic for some time now, and we, I, we've gone... Really deep. Really, and not even like, I feel like we're still in the kiddie pool and yeah, there's for a real. big ocean and like the kiddie pool is scaring me. There's things in here that there's, I didn't expect <laughs> to be in here. There's things in the kiddie pool that I did not expect to be in this, in this shit. Yeah. So wow, it's been a hell of a time. I'm having fun though. You having I'm fun? I'm having fun too. Fuck yeah. I hope you're having fun too, audience. So Listeners. who are we? I'm out of it. My brain's all scrambled. I'm Sequoia Kennedy. And I'm Willow Truman. Yes. And we are continuing the story of... Guy and Edna Ballard. And little Donald. And beloved Don. And St. Germain. Yes. <laughs> so where the whole we, crew is here. The whole crew is here. And we're, we're going to meet a lot more of the crew in a little bit. So when we last left, left off, the Ballards had perfected their, their show. They had road tested it with the, the silver shirts, the fascists. And they were taking it, took it to Philadelphia. Philadelphia fucking loved the Ascended Masters. They want more of it. New, New York, York loved it. it. They went back and forth. They went to Washington. They were about to go to L.A. And they primed L.A. pretty, pretty hard before their arrival. And L.A. is and has always been like the place for spiritual movements. Mm-hmm. Good place to get that, you know, get that ball really rolling. Yeah. And that's that is where the the violet flame really took hold. And last episode, this wasn't super intentional, but I think it worked out well. We kind of talked more about Guy and Edna on the physical plane, like who they were as people, as con artists. Right. We didn't really get too much into the actual beliefs and practices of the I Am activity. Which is the juicy good part. Is the juicy good part. So I want to, before we, because the thing is, there's so much here, but it's only four years from here on out. Yeah. And it's fucking crazy. I mean, it goes on, there's an epilogue and shit. But, yeah, because this whole, this whole thing still persists to this day. Oh, yeah. But- it's like Guy and Edna's part in it. Yeah, that story ends at the end of 1939. And we're in 1935. So we're going to explain some of these concepts, take our time through it, because it's a fucking mad ride to the, to the end here. It's a fun ride, it's, too. Yeah. We got loop-de-loops. Yeah. We got masters for days. Yes. <laughs> and I want to, like, correct uh, something I said Last week and a couple weeks before, one, when you first brought up like, oh, the I am stuff is uh, what, you know, your, your hippie friend that takes too much acid and falls into it. I was like, no, no, no. Like it's a, no, it is like anything that is like, a, yeah, I am branded. I am that I am. Yeah, yeah. It's this. That's this. Yes. It is an esoteric name for God. Yes. That's a different way to use it. Gerald Bryan, who wrote Psychic Dictatorship in America, uh, points that out at great length because he's a hardcore Christian. But it was popularized by this. Yeah. Like that's why it's all over these new age websites. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That's uh that's how it be. Yes, indeed. <laughs> so and uh another uh correction is last episode I said that Edna just kind of s- sat there 
and didn't really say anything. And Guy did all the talking at the, at the meetings. Mm -hmm. That's also not true. Edna definitely talked at every single one. They had a dual act. The difference was Edna sold the shtick on the, like in the here and now in the physical world. She did the actual like salesmanship, right? Okay. Yeah. Guy was the preacher. He, he had, uh, as Gerald Bryan put it, emotion, the emotional pyrotechnics, right? He was the mystic. That's seer. a good way of putting it. Yeah. yeah. To listen to him talk is very much like an auctioneer and like he's selling you something. Yeah, yeah. Auctioneer preacher, which is yeah. kind of similar. And uh, I mean, it's the thing, the, the auctioneer talk, which you have to like go to school for and take tests. It was developed to get people to, to hypnotize people, to get people to, to bid yeah. without thinking. Like that's the point of it. So I actually have a clip of one of their uh, opulence decrees, which is like a magic spell that you would have to chant like this. Um, to get opulence? Opulence. Yeah. Get you some, get you some opulence. Yes, opulence. All right, so here's uh, the powerful I am opulence decree as barked by Guy Ballard, yeah. a.k.a. Godfrey Ray King. In the name, love, wisdom, and power which thou art to charge the consciousness of each one here with the ascended master presence, self-luminous intelligence, substance, and power of light. That goes before giving each student the invincible protection by the power of light and the invincible directing intelligence. Ooh. Oh, I love that. Directing intelligence. I charge the purse, the pocketbook of each one here, that eternal supply of money. That is fire. It sounds fun. I want to yeah. do it. And release through thy love, wisdom, and power in the human octave and through thee. Like, okay, that's enough. That's I'm enough. about to get hypnotized. It just it makes me want to start talking like this. God damn. So, like, before I found that, like, the re these recordings of these fuckers, like, I wasn't as intimidated by them. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? When we first heard that, like, right before we started recording, actually, uh, I was, like, a little bit like, oh, you've... <laughs> You've got some skills. Yeah, guys. he's perfected his performance. Yeah. And he was also, I, we, we kind of figured this out. He was, the other skill he brought to the table is he was like the business guy. You yeah. Know? Like he's, he sold stock and fake That's gold all he ever companies. did. Yeah. It's like, you know, run his little schemes. Yeah. He knew the ins and outs of fucking money manipulation and shit. Mm -hmm. Right. Edna knew the occult shit. She did the writing. He did the performing and the fucking... They actually divided up duties really interestingly. Their partnership is a very interesting thing because, like, he's not just the idiot performer. He's smart in his own way, but he performs the things that Edna probably wrote. You know what I mean? And she's yeah, the exactly. real occultist. Like, and we also, we theorized last time that she was probably the one that wrote the books. Yeah, that's... I mean, uh, Gerald Bryan has some... He has a lot of people who knew them saying that, like, oh, it was Edna writing the book. Yeah, and by wrote the books, we mean, um, you know, loosely Damn. plagiarized them from other books. Got fucking hammered and just started yeah. copying pages. from. That's like, have you ever been writing a song and you come up with a riff and you're like, did I write that? Yeah, yeah, or yeah. Is that, you know? Yeah, yeah. All the like time. That's, that's what she was doing when she was writing, except she didn't have that. Did I come up with that moment? She was like, no, that's fine. Yeah. Publish it. Yeah, send it out there. Yeah, fucking books to sell. So yeah, there's that. We tried to find a recording of Edna. Couldn't do it. Didn't want to pay for it. <laughs> yeah, she's kind of hard to find. Kind of hard to find. I would think Miss Lotus with her beautiful musical abilities, we would be able to find a little bit more. Yeah. I she wasn't the like she she was the 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 she's foot in the the yeah. foot in the door salesman, mm -hmm. you know? Or maybe the I don't know. She did the selling on the physical. She told you to buy the books. 
She wasn't like the big face of it, though. Guy made you believe in the power of St. Germain Indeed. and the violet flame. Exactly. So, okay. So there's the other big beliefs of these guys. The violet flame, which is supposedly this thing that you see when you imbue yourself with the mighty I am presence. Yes. Right? Whatever the fuck that means to them. <laughs> You feel God um, inside you. I mean, anyone that knows, like, these guys were occultists. So, like, anyone that knows, um, you know, chaos magic, like, that's gnosis. That's what they're talking about here. You know what I mean? It's just a bastardized, watered-down version of mm-hmm. of that shit, you know. Uh, the violet flame might be the common thing, like, uh, if you've ever been in deep meditation, you, and you see, like, the your blue eyes light. You, yeah. Yeah. I think that's probably what the violet, they're referring to as mm-hmm. the violet flame. So then it becomes this really interesting thing, which I just thought of, like, if you did meditate, you would see things that other religions and shit would be talking about, have been talking about like esoteric stuff, the deeper side of things. Yeah. And they're just kind of telling you, and then you go, oh shit, I saw the proof. Mm-hmm. Right. Neat little trick. Neat little fucking trick. But really you're just like activating your Delta waves or whatever. Yeah. Like, or, or whatever it is. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't know, but it's like, that's not, has nothing to do with some fucking no, St. Germain. St. Germain's not doing it. Yeah. Um, all right. So the next big one is Ascension. That's, yeah. So, uh, ascension. This is, and oh my God, I'll be happy if I never see that term again. For real. Everybody's yeah. preparing to ascend mm-hmm. and nobody can agree on what it means. It means death. That is yeah. just obviously what it means. Even though like at the beginning they said like you had to ascend before you, before you died. Right. Mm-hmm. Which means you die. I mean, it, it's the shuffling off of your what makes you a physical your 3d body your yeah, 3D, 3d body vessel leaving it behind like that's death yeah. going up to the beautiful place with saint the all that's heaven your spirit like sends. this is death cult shit they have you and i i get this feeling of this fucking really cynical sick glee at like con- conning a bunch of people into like praying for their own death and not even realize they're doing it. And not because you're trying to kill them. They didn't care about that. Like, they're after a different thing. But I don't know. That I might be totally off base. But, like, that's how it's straight. Like, I think, creeps me the fuck out. I think so. I also think that they, um, all of their political beliefs about, you know, these cataclysms and yeah. all of this danger that's lurking around. And, oh, communism. Like, that. <laughs> that's real. Their fear of that was mm-hmm. real. But they also were explicitly preying upon people's fears. Yes. At the same time. Very, very. Explicit. Even though they, they also kind of shared those fears, they were exploiting those fears. And I mean, like, the guy talked about this, or Godfrey did, device in St. Germain's cave, his cave of wonders. Where is this cave? Mount Shasta. Are you sure it's not Edna's vagina? <laughs> it probably is. <laughs> 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 little dynamite indeed <laughs> that was nickname, by the way. <laughs> in case we did i don't know if i mentioned that last oh my god uh, so but in the cave of wonder uh there's a device that helps you ascend that saint germain has yeah i bet there is yeah device. god damn it <laughs> all right what's the device is it an iud no <laughs> it's the uh the golden atomic accelerator chair. Okay. That's just an electric chair. Oh, what? <laughs> In the cave of wonders. Yeah. Come here to die. Yes. Like, it, fuck, guys. And like, they, they would, one of the ways they sold this shit was at all their classes, they would give very, like, a, a trick people will use when they're lying to you is um, they'll give very specific numbers about things you wouldn't necessarily hear specific numbers about. 
That's a yeah. common, common trick. It works too if you're not looking out for it. But if you're looking out for it, uh, it's what makes Bob Lazar such a great fucking liar. Mm. He inverts it. Mm-hmm. He's really, re- that's what convinced me he wasn't lying at first because he just, he, he wouldn't, re- he said he forgot things that people, people would assume they had to pretend to remember. Right. You know? Guy that didn't didn't do. They yeah, weren't as good, good liars. You can't remember all those little right. figures, can you? It's good to not know something. Right. Like I don't remember if it was 1977 or 79. You know, it's shit mm-hmm. like that. But these guys, they went full fucking. Uh, what? So what happens when does it fry you, like to death? Well, it makes you shuffle off your fucking human form and remains and go ascend to heaven with Saint Germain. So I suppose. Okay. It's just like more magical and fancy than an electric chair it's the atomic accelerator chair do we know what else is in the cave of wonders probably the magic carpet that uh, i um wrote on the in the magic presence his second book mm, that's definitely it. spent that's a lot of time just, on the magic carpet that's just a thousand and one arabian nights it is it's all just like plagiarized stuff from other books Ugh. god damn it okay <laughs> <laughs> but when there'd be other classes like guy would uh give these very specific numbers about how many people had ascended in other places there. Uh, he was like, as a quote, uh, I, I can't do the pattern. I wish I could. In this room tonight, there are 104 for whom the divine director will consume the last vestige of human accumulation tonight. Uh, that the uh, 100, 104 for whom the divine director will consume the last What's the vestige. divine director going to do to him? Consume the last vestige of human accumulation. I don't know what that means, but it scares me. Yeah. I don't that want language the, is f- the divine director to consume any any part of me. Oh, and the um the divine director, by the way, we haven't mentioned the divine director yet. That's uh another ascended master that they just fucking made up when they needed to because Saint because they already said Saint Germain was somewhere else or some fucking bullshit. So yeah, another ascended master. Another one. Thank you, DJ Khalid. Another one. For the assistance on that. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so that was March 11th in Detroit. Uh, in, in Cleveland, one time he said, uh, in this small audience, the human creation of 346 has been dissolved and consumed. What the fuck? The human creation of 346 what? People. Students. So- beloved students of the light. Dissolved and consumed? Yeah. I don't get what it means. What does that mean? Like, they're... they're they've been dissolved into the, into the universe and become one with the source. Like, it's really fucking... But they still it's brutal exist. Language. So do they just, like, disappear from the audience? <laughs> like, no, no, no. He's, he's betting that, that... They're gonna die. That they already did. You know what I mean? Okay. And everyone goes, wow, 346 people ascended tonight. Oh, okay, it's but you can't simple. remember them. You can't remember that they were here. Well, there's enough people that they, everyone just assumes it's someone they don't know. There's That's 346 so people. Weird. It works, so people though. people go there hoping that they'll be, like, consumed yes. by the light and, yes. like, go to the next dimension. And yeah, ascend. we'll get to that in a, in a, in a second. That's freaky. Yes, it that's is. That's really freaky. Isn't it? And, dude, like, that's a common... I don't know if I'm remembering this from a specific thing. One of my, you know, nerd listeners, if I'm remembering this from a specific game or like a specific uh, movie or show or book or whatever, get at me. But like the idea of like uh, entities like vampires, you know, cynically creating a religion to have their human chattel worship them before they're led to the slaughter. Yeah. Like that's a, that's either a trope or a very famous plot point, but like 
Oh, that's what I mean when I say like we've gotten into some weird fucking shit. Um, that's interesting that there's people showing up to their events that are going there with the flocking. willingness to disappear yeah. from the planet. 1935, dog. Like, so what a great base to have mm-hmm. if you're looking to fleece uh, your followers yeah. to build your millions. Remember this as the economy kind of gets shitty in the next couple of years. Mm-hmm. Keep this in the back of your head because these fuckers are going to come back. Yeah. Be, be safe out there with what you choose to put in your noggin. Mm. Don't be dissolved and consumed. Uh-uh. Anyone that wants you dissolved and consumed is not your friend. Mm-mm. Especially if they want your money first. So, uh, yeah. Um, Guy Ballard, for his part, he said he was offered ascension, but choose not to, chose not to. How noble of him. So we could continue helping people. Obviously, yeah. And Very for, sweet of him. He said it was some shit about like how like that choice was what made him like invulnerable. And also that nothing could be recorded on his live stream. Which I, I think Life is stream. Yeah. I think that just like, I think that's like karma. So I think he's saying that like, I have a blank check. I have a license to kill essentially. Okay. Right. It's like, well, since I chose to stay here and help humanity, None of my good karma can't, it can't yeah. help me anymore, but you know, so he can't collect any more bad karma. I guess so. I think that's what he was getting at. That's an interesting mind game to play with yourself. I think it was a, I think it was insurance. Yeah. I think he knew it, it was like a seed he planted. He might need to pull that back up. I, right. I for every said, other bad thing that he had done in his past, every person that he fucked over. Right. Or if he, he was, needed to fuck someone over again. Yeah. You know, he's been absolved of it. Yeah. Like, well, I had to do what I had to do and it hasn't impacted my karma. I can, I can keep being the accredited messenger. Uh, he, he claimed that he helped this old white haired man named David ascend by putting him in the golden atomic accelerator chair <laughs> in the cave of wonder with St. Germain. Hey, man, you want to, yeah. you want to come to my cave of wonders? Strapping down an old man to an electric chair and frying him. <laughs> and this didn't even happen. Yeah, right? <laughs> what a thing to lie about. I mean, the other thing is that, and this is like, when, I, when we said in like one of the last episodes, like a lot of the shit doesn't make any sense because it doesn't because they know that it's not about logical consistency. So like David comes back. From the cave after, you know. Yeah. His Except he's young. Hair. And his hair is his original color. So is everyone like waiting outside of the cave? No, no this is just later at another class. Oh, okay. No one ever saw David ascend. Oh, that was just, just a, a story. Yeah. Okay. And then so one, one of their classes, they just brought up this fucking guy and said, hey, this is David. This is proof of the Ascended Masters. Oh. It's just some guy. He oh. doesn't even have the same hair color that guy originally said David had when he was younger. Like, yeah. Or it's something like that. It was like a very obvious uh, flaw that uh, Gerald Bryan pointed out. Uh-huh. It's just a fucking guy and says, this is an Ascended Master. Ascended Master. Mm-hmm. F- I mean, what would you do? Like, ascended if, Master fucking David. If you were. Another one. like say you're a follower and he like pulls you up on stage and he's like and this this is that man from the cave this is the boy from that classroom that day he slips you 10 grand in fake gold mining yeah you're not gonna say anything you're gonna go along with it yeah yeah fuck's sake yeah so those are the basic beliefs (laughs) <laughs> so, so yeah like that like ascended masters could come back and yeah. you know they were chose to be invisible and then there's the reincarnation shit that um the big ones were that guy ballard was the reincarnation of george washington mm-hmm. and we mentioned their political uh, naked political ambitions yeah. uh, and edna was of course joan of arc, joan of arc and yes. who else was she 
Benjamin Franklin. That's so fucking funny. Oh my God. So she was fucking as Ben Franklin yeah. too. Oh, she Edna was... thought very highly of her own intelligence. Yeah. I wonder like, I bet in, in this life she was atoning for Benjamin Franklin's um, <laughs> like syphilis fucking. Yeah. She was Playing like. with lightning and shit. Mm-hmm. Shit. Oh, the blue lightning, the blue flame. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, wow, oh, wow. So, yeah. Masters, Ascension, Violet Flame, Auctioneer Magic, <laughs> Vampires, David, Death Cult, fucking David, Particle Accelerator Chair. Yeah. So, 1936. Yes. Los Angeles. City of it's Angels. only been one year, if you can believe it. Yeah, they wrote, the first book came out in 1934. Yeah. They made friends with the Nazis, the Silver Shirts, and taught them some secret 10-day classes, got the network of Silver Shirts, and then they went on the road. Now it's 1936, they're in L.A., and L.A. fucking ate it up. Yeah. They just fucking ate it up, and they're like, oh, we got it, come back here, right? So what they did was, at this point, they were like, we got to offer some proof of ascension, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, they advertised a closed secret, uh, end quote, shrine class where some very, very special beloved students would be raised to a higher level. Uh, How much did that cost? Do we know? Here's the thing. Advertising this had the months in advance before they came back to L.A. Mm -hmm. had the effect of solidifying and unifying the fledgling I am movement in L.A. Yeah. It never happened. That shrine class was just like that wasn't a real thing you get people that want to go to it and then you just shut the door and you smoke a pipe yeah there's no one in there yeah, yeah. so they're like the hype is like building up for this thing and then they don't give it to you and you want it even more and they know they're not going to get in because the what are the chances there's so many people it's the the large numbers thing when you have numbers of people you mm-hmm. can make shit happen because there's going to be enough people that are just like kind of know they're not going to get in but believe yeah. someone did but this is before the internet too this is before twitter this is before clever. filming everything like that's Very something clever. to keep in mind but because of this, it's, it's fucking brilliant. Because of this, L.A. becomes the mecca of the I Am movement, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, the, the, the pilgrimage to Mecca began in December of 1936, where all the other I Am students from all over the country now were flocking to L.A. for this shrine class. Wow. Yeah. Because you want to study with, you know, the masters themselves, with Godfrey and Lotus, the, the people closest to the source, St. Germain. Yeah, yeah. And like, they're kind of just setting up shop in L.A. now. They, they're not touring anymore. They're kind of just setting up shop. They'll go out, do tours, but now they have a base of operations. Easy for them. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, you know, they couldn't get enough of the masters, and they wanted fucking more and more classes. Uh, they had to juice the, you know, the events up a little bit. Yeah, I mean, you can't do the same shtick for too long. You got to kind of like spice it. And you got to keep giving people hints. Yeah, and you have to give people that glimpse of the other side. Because the thing is- Convince them of what you're saying, you know? Because if they're not having any experiences that are, you know- And you're not going to keep everybody by default. Right. Like, they're- You can only hypnotize people with decrees so much. Yeah, like every class, there's going to be a- a decent percentage of people that have been with you for a while and go, wait a minute, this is bullshit. And then they're going to leave. Yeah. They're just banking on enough more people coming in to fill the things, which it does, which you can see very similar shit with a lot of modern conspiracies. Oh yeah. There's always people coming in at the same time as people are just like, stop talking about it. Oh yeah. That used to talk about it all the time. And they like 
start wearing different colored shirts and stuff and like mm-hmm. get a new haircut, maybe. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I fucking see you. I doubt it too. <laughs> <laughs> We've all been there. We've all fucking been there. Um, so like what they started doing was saying that, well, I guess we're just going to have to make this an open class. Okay. Instead of, yeah. Because yeah. so many people were, but the thing is, there's just so many people, and so we have to have an open class, but the Ascended Masters wasn't really what they signed on for, so they might show up, they might not, but don't get your hopes up. Oh, my God. They are yeah, so clever. I know. And people go, it's okay. Of course, it's fine if they want. So what They're they did, a little shy. Yeah. Like, what? They're fucking Ascended Masters. They can't show up. It's just not as important. They can't, for some fucking reason are you not trying to start the seventh golden age how are you gonna do it if you don't talk to everybody very important european business or some shit yeah yeah <laughs> so what they did do was they had uh some of their close associates spread rumors that the masters did show up they didn't take the stage but they were walking through the crowd talking to individual people okay and i bet the crowd is so big that there's people that were like well i didn't see that but it was so big and la in the 30s this is when, you know, the Ordo Templi Orientis, there was a lot of fucking spiritual movements, including some, like, a lot of motherfuckers that were doing the hippies way before the hippies. Yeah. Like Jack Parsons and the fucking Ordo Templi. They looked like homeless people. Uh-huh. They looked like wise ba- old bastards. They're coming to see new weird magical thing, and they probably are fucking, or they're fucking spies from the O2 going, what the fuck is this evil? Yeah. Right? Could have been them. Or, but what it probably was, is that... It's plausible deniability either way. None of these masters or master-looking people were there. Uh, no, they weren't. No, there was nothing <laughs> they just there. Weren't. They weren't actors or anything. It was just a rumor they spread, and there was enough mm-hmm. people. The rumor is good enough sometimes. Yeah, and it fucking worked. One fucking time, Guy Ballard, in the middle of one of his rousing I am decrees, and he stops. He stops, and he goes, to listen very closely. You'll hear something amazing. And everyone shut up. And there were lilts of music. And the, it was jazz coming from a skating rink next door. Amazing parlor trick. It's fucking insane. And there were a few people, like, Gerald Bryan, he must have been there when this happened. He was like, wait a second. It was probably, this was probably the one where he went, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Because he mentioned that there was a, a, a decent amount of people who went, fuck you, and walked out. But to a lot of people, it was... It was proof. Yeah. I mean, especially if you like don't know jazz mm-hmm. or you don't know music, which, you know, back in 1937 or whatever. Or if you don't know they're playing music next door. Yeah. I mean, maybe you, there's you a very real chance you're in that the, like the heat of the moment, you might never have heard jazz if you're some old lady, rich old lady from white as all hell, you know, and maybe. you hear like a fucking beautiful trumpet melody mm-hmm. from like you wouldn't ha- you wouldn't know like oh that's fucking homeboys uh you know that's that that's that fucking jam off that latest record by the right, by right. this quartet or whatever um you just hear this beautiful trumpet melody through walls mm-hmm. probably metal walls or things that resonate weirdly in the middle of a sermon and while you're looking at guy ballard's fucking eyes and rapt attention oh yeah and he yeah. just saw that in an instant he just picked up on it and just stopped like that's fucking terrifying Mm-hmm. That, <laughs> he was like, oh, let me capitalize on this real quick. So fucking clever. It's low cunning, I believe it's called. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Another time, 
they uh, said, uh, well, come tonight and you'll see the masters for real. You'll see them. People showed up and there were no masters on stage, but there were a bunch of portraits of ascended masters. Kidding me. And they were just prints from the books by Charles uh, C.W. Ledbetter and Annie Passant. It was just those portraits. Like, oh my God. We can't kill the internet. I've changed my mind. That's funny. <laughs> Honestly, that's kind of funny. Like, yeah. come see the amazing Ascended Masters. It, it, it's, it's just like a picture. It's cynicism, out. dude. It's that like yeah. cynicism. They hate these people. They hate their followers so much. Yeah. They think they're rubes. And they are. <laughs> yeah, they're they also, have to like, they, they have to think their followers are stupid. They fucking hate them. They yeah. think they're the dumbest cunts in the world. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and they are they? I mean, no, yeah, they're broken. a little. Yeah. That's the thing. They're like some of them are a little dumb. Some of everybody is. You get a group of people together. Some of everybody is. Most of everybody the is. The white supremacy part of it that just yeah, like yeah. that's the crux of it. Where yeah. it, it keeps me from feeling too bad. No, that's true. Because like even you know? Gerald Bryan is like a hardcore Christian. He does have some like good like soliloquies he writes on like freedom and you know for all and shit and it's like very right. it's like okay you're cool but you're a hyper christian yeah lots of talk on jesus in that book which i just kind of skipped over because yeah. i don't need to hear about another fake ascended master <laughs> another one <laughs> <laughs> so about this time because these tricks are working so well it's actually starting to get to be too much for guy Nedna to handle yeah, I bet they have like a whole fucking staff at this point. Yeah, and um, this is where, I don't know, in, in a way it kind of becomes Edna's story for right. a while. Because she really asserts herself as the fucking leader of this shit. Yeah. She goes full dictator from the start, and she establishes this hierarchy with her guy and Donald as the top. Yes. As equals, which is an interesting thing. Always, It's always the three of them as total equals. Donald's never below them. Toward to the public image, you know. Yes, they are the family unit. The family, he the is three beloved Don, Eudonia Eros, yeah, Ballard. Please, <laughs> <laughs> his full name. Yeah. So she set up uh, what was called the Sevenfold Committee to manage the it's always LA fold. Mecca. It's always a sevenfold committee, threefold yeah. secret. Yeah, yeah. Avenged sevenfold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, they play into that, too. Yeah. I don't know how, but I'm sure they I'm do. I'm sure they do at this point. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, she sets up the sevenfold committee uh, to, to basically just manage L.A. while they're on tour. Right? Uh-huh. And what this ha- the, the effect of this is that, like, while they're on tour, um, and even when they're not, there's so many classes that are now being taught by other people, too. Mm-hmm. They're teaching classes. Maybe it's not the big speeches by the accredited messengers. And, like, no one really knows what they're supposed to be doing. And especially the sevenfold committee don't really know what the I am is all about. They don't yeah. really understand. What are it. they there? Why, why are they, how are they there then? Well, the money and shit. Yeah. Oh, and they were, okay. and they were prime students. Or maybe they do believe in something, but like fucking money. Yeah. You know? Yeah. These, Cause you would want to be one of their, a lot of these guys are probably ex silver shirts and shit. The that politics. Too, yeah. I mean, they are, he is actively saying, we're going to Washington. It's a I'm, political organization yeah, as well. Yeah, it just never has quite time. But we'll get more into that in, in later. Right now, it's just goofy cult con shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so they, they don't know what they're really supposed to be teaching. So there's a lot of, like, discord, but, like, it doesn't seem like 
the ballots don't really care about other people teaching classes and stuff. And it doesn't seem like they care about like offshoot groups sprouting off because they're, they're living gods to these people in this small way now in like 1936. Like if there's an offshoot little church, that's a, you know, subsidiary, a fucking, yeah, a a subsidiary corporation of the IM activity. Mm -hmm. That tax free money, baby. You're, you're, you've delegated. And so now there's people managing those other people. You don't need to worry about them. And they also worship you and worship you with a degree of separation. Yep. Which gives more mythic, legendary status to them. it spreads the web farther. Yeah, exactly. The web of influence. Exactly. And they also caused friction, especially between the members of the Sevenfold Committee and the Yeah, that makes sense. Especially if there's no um, solid, like, structure for what they're supposed to be doing or doing. Right, right. And I'm just going to mention the name of a lady. Just so in a later episode, I can say, hey, remember I mentioned this name? Pearl Doris was uh, Guy Ballard's assistant. She would later, later become Lady Master Pearl. Another one. <laughs> Lady Master <laughs> Pearl, Ascended Master Assistant. Yep. and Ascended Assistant. She doesn't really do anything important. It's just like a tie back that we're mm-hmm. going to get to end up, you know, later on. <gasps> She's Pearl. We were talking about yeah, Pearl, that's Pearl and Rex. Okay. That's Pearl. Yeah. And now we just need to get to... The bottom Rex. of Rex. He's in here. I read about Rex. Okay. I don't know who the fuck he is, though. All God right. damn it. So Edna just like, she sees that there's this, you know, kind of dissension and, and shit. And she just fucking brings the goddamn boot down. She's, she goes full fucking dictator. She's like, yeah. no, she seizes control. And I have um, a letter she wrote to, um, it was like a, a member of the Sevenfold Committee who was like disobeying them. Uh-huh. And, uh, and his wife, simply for the crime of being his wife. Yeah, she really hated when people, like, uh, loved each other. Yeah, we'll get to that very shortly. <laughs> and we're, like, dating. Yeah, 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 we'll get to that very shortly. But uh, this is a letter. It's, it doesn't say it's from Edna, nor does it say it's from Lotus Ray King. It says, it's from St. Germain. Oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Whatever she doesn't feel comfortable saying, you yeah. know, St. Germain said it. Yeah, and it gives the the power, but it's like yeah. What are you gonna do? Disobey Saint Germain? Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna read this. This is uh, it's from Washington D.C. They sent it from fucking Washington while they're on tour. It's of course. Yeah, Saint Germain's in, in D.C. You are now dismissed from any further privilege or authority to serve the messengers, myself, or any other of the ascended masters in this embodiment. To willingly try to deceive earnest students seeking their freedom in the light is unpardonable. You have made yourself a claw of the sinister force in coming into the association. Then she names two leaders of two other movements. My pity goes out to you and redacted. For your complete freedom, for both of you was at hand when the messengers were in Long Beach. St. Germain has some uh, grammatical errors. It's funny. There was, yeah. s- there was so much good in both of you, and now to allow it to be so distorted as has been done. Too late will you cry out in agony for the mistake you have made. Your earth span is very short. Make peace with your God and call on the law of forgiveness while there is yet time, lest you deprive yourself of opportunity in the next embodiment. Do not try to bluff such deception through any longer, lest you do this thing again in the next two embodiments. When you willingly put yourself under the red light, you cut off the white light. My love and hope goes out to you that you may yet face about and calling on the law of forgiveness, call sufficient assistance to cut you free of this sinister claw. I am the making this one last attempt to help you. Choose. The all-seeing eye of God is upon you. St. Germain. What the fuck? That is the craziest way to fire someone. It's in, that's I've, comic book villain shit. The claw. That's, that's anime villain shit. 
That's so melodramatic. It's insane. Just say you're fired. Say fuck you. Get out of here. Really though. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, oh my god. Jesus. She will make peace with your god. <laughs> what the? Not Saint Tran. I love. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Isn't it? Yeah. Who Who's your god? god? What the fuck? <laughs> You end up, you son of a bitch, you spiteful. And it's full of like errors too mm-hmm. that she made. Like Saint Germain doesn't know how to proofread. Right. Well, you can actually see the um the rhythm of Guy Ballard's de- the decrees. Uh-huh. Listen to this part again. When you willingly put yourself under the red light, you cut off the white light. My love and hope goes out to you. That may yet for face about and calling on the law of forgiveness, call sufficient assistance to cut you free of the sinister claw. Yeah. Right? Like it's that same it, fucking It's uh, basically a sermon. And she was the musician. Yeah. She's writing in fucking meter. Cut you free of the sinister claw. I love that. I'd li- I wouldn't even read the letter. I'd like see that it came in and just be like, uh, nope. <laughs> That's going in the fire. Guess I'm going back to Iowa. Yeah. So. <sighs> so there goes the sevenfold. No, they still have the seven. She points someone else. The sevenfold. Oh, okay. It was very necessary. But now she's. But she's getting rid of the stragglers. She's getting rid of the... Yeah, anyone that fucking... Bringing the team down. Yeah, they need to know they're under the thumbs of the accredited messengers. And yeah. always fucking will be. But the beliefs needed... Their, their teachings and shit, um, along with the structure, needed to be improved. And, you know, they needed to keep selling books. Yeah. Right? Um, they needed fucking money. This, so they came up with a lot more uh, beliefs and the decrees and shit. Like... More rules for people to have fun following. I found this one decree that I think is just one of the funniest goddamn things I've ever seen in my life. It's a it's a money decree um, to ostensibly get the the person saying it uh, money and also the messengers money. Mm -hmm. And it's just I'm I'm, uh, I'm, and maybe it'll get you money when you say it. It might. It's very likely. Mighty I am presence, thou great treasure house of the universe. I don't look to channels. I look to you as you are my source of supply for everything. Release this hour to our blessed mommy and daddy Ballard, to all the sincere I am students everywhere, and to me, one million dollars in cash money, tax free. (laughs) I thank thee. Thou dost always answer my every call instantly, infinitely, eternally, and visible and tangibly manifest in my hands and use. One million dollars is capitalized. Tax-free is also capitalized. Tax-free! Of course it's tax-free. One million dollars in cash money. Tax- <laughs> So fucking naked. I'm like- <laughs> Fucking insane. So we had that whole part in Unveiled um, Mysteries, Guy's first book, where he talks about how St. Germain can just make coins materialize in his hand. Yeah, he just makes gold. Yeah. yeah. Um- so why don't you just make a bunch of gold for all your followers, dude? Like, why don't you just make them all rich? Oh, cause it, is it because it's not real? Get her out of here. Yeah. Cut the mic, cut the mic, cut the mic. No, but re- <laughs> like, why didn't that occur to anyone? That's the thing. It did. Then they left. Okay, yeah. But the advertising was so good that more people were- Came in that were more gullible, yeah. You only need large numbers at the time you march on the White House. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, that's, that's the only time. You only need them to be there for a day. Yeah. Realistically, you just need that swell of people there till then. And really, that's what it was about. It was also about fucking selling books, too. Yep. So they, you know, 
made it very much about money. They gave they gave people uh, you know things to believe in and shit. All these they had they published like fucking four hundred decrees for all sorts of manner of bullshit. They made up new masters, just new because. fucking ascended masters uh, who would speak through the ballards on different occasions. So every time you now went to hear the ballard talk, you weren't just getting the same old Saint Germain shtick over and over. Yeah, you were getting new guys. So you know how sometimes. I don't know, a, a cartoon show or something will run some promotion or some contest where you can get your character in the show mm. or you can, you yourself can be like written into the show as a character. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if that's the case with all of these like fucking random ascended masters yeah. that were tacked on. If there was just someone that was like, hey, for $5,000. You know, I got this uh, original yeah. character. I made something, some shit like Fucking that. Patreon tier. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Or, or like, I want to be an ascended master. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're like um, the game, uh, the RPG Pillars of Eternity. It's like a, you know, old school top down D and D type game, and it has like NPCs named after the uh, pay, uh, the Kickstarter backers. Yeah, yeah, you know, something you like that. You put your D&D character in there. Because there's just so fucking many of yeah. these uh, masters that I have to wonder, like, who are who are these people? Well, a lot of them were just made the fuck up. Yeah. A lot of times when they They just needed they someone to back something up. Yeah, yeah. Something that St. Germain wouldn't say, you know, he had to be his character and shit. And uh, a lot of times they would quote one master as saying something, then forget which one it was, then attribute it to someone, someone else. Oh, I'm sure that yeah, happened all the time. All the time. But like... Yeah, you know, there was the great, the fucking great, great divine director. Another one. You know, there was um, the uh, tall master from Venus. Another one. There was cosmic master Ray Light. Another one. Yeah, yeah. it goes on. Some <laughs> modern incarnation so of this bullshit. I, I said that there was. Fifteen hundred ascended masters. Yeah, I found some website. Another one. You just let it play for hours. Yeah. Another one. It's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> so many. But it, funnily enough, they all use the exact same like phraseology. Yeah, and they all talk the fucking same. Yeah, they probably had the fake like Welsh accent too. Um, mm-hmm. Saint Germain was always still big homie though. Yeah. He is the dude. Jesus kind of stopped showing up. <laughs> A lot of times. Yeah, they just forgot about him. Yeah, they realize it's like they can't really be speaking. People might come down on them uh-huh. if they were like channeling. Yeah, Jesus you know? said this. Like, yeah. oh, you better be careful mm. with that. Yeah, because, you know, they got a lot of money by the end. Mm-hmm. Nothing compared to the fucking Vatican. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they can't run the Jesus game as well as other people can. Yeah. They better leave it to the to the real masters. Yeah. Ah. I came up with some uh, some wacky fucking beliefs on top of that, like vegetarianism. <laughs> Not that wacky. However. <laughs> the reason why yeah. is weird. The reason why is because animals attracted these things called entities. Bad entities. Yeah. Discarnate spirits that I don't even, I can't even explain them because they don't. They're just entities. And they're yeah. bad. Well, and they're fucking everywhere. Animals were created by... Uh, Powerful black magicians. Powerful black magicians. Yeah. Yes. I, where the fuck is your source <laughs> on that? Saint Germain said that. Yeah. Not an evil god. Not like Aramon. Like humans. What the fuck? But yeah, literally, animals were created by powerful black magicians. So was the color black and the color red. Yeah. Well, what? Well, 
are humans not animals? This is what I don't get. Oh, hell no. No, no, no. That was. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. Absolutely not. No. Okay. Not to fucking most, you know, humans religious people in America. Contain the mighty I am. Yeah. Yeah. We're we special. Have a, yeah. Special, aren't we? Yeah, right? we're different. We have to be. Other animals. We have to be. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the, the colors black and red would attract bad entities. Uh, old shit. Old antiques and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like, think about how many people probably ruined perfectly good heirlooms or just threw away or destroyed stuff just because the Ballards were like, oh, that, uh, that lamp you got is definitely the source of all your problems. Yeah. You should give that to us. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, I like your curtains. Um, oh, wait, uh, there are, there's entities in there. Entities them. in there. You should um, hand those over. Which, I, it's interesting to point out that, like, a lot of a lot of militant uh, Islamic sects, when I take a a town, they destroy all the antiques. It's a big thing. Yeah, yeah it's like a super common because it's sacrilegious. So it's a uh, you know, it's such a power move too. Yeah, like get rid of your erasure just of destroy history. your stuff. Yeah. Like yeah, for us, um, like prove your loyalty to us. Because other like why are they making people do that? That's so rude. To they ignore history. To. Yeah, and also to make them fearful. Like, yeah, cause, yeah, yeah. Because usually you're not afraid of, like, your toaster. <laughs> well, sometimes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hopefully you're not afraid of your toaster. I might be after this, though. I don't know anymore. <laughs> right. So it turns these innocuous everyday objects into, like, yeah. fearful things. Yeah. It just builds up that fear paradigm that they're trying to jam into your head. Yeah. So, and they told their followers to destroy these things. Mm-hmm. Both at first with decrees by using the power of the violent blast, flame. Blast, blast, Yeah. Yeah, I read about one woman that saw a black dress in a shop window, and as she was walking by it, she stopped and she, like, did a decree. Blast, <laughs> blast, blast. <laughs> like, just oh, be gone, ye evil dress. Like, that. And she thought she was doing something. Like. She was in public. Yeah. I, re- oh, I read that story. Wasn't she with friends? Yeah. So they just saw their friend. Just doing that. Jesus fucking Christ. Well, so. Yeah. Could, well, because after. It's like, basically giving people OCD. Yeah. Like, uh-oh, yeah. Uh, bad colors. Better do the yeah. do the saying to get rid of the evil. Yeah, like, yeah, okay. yeah. Absolutely. Fucking brainwash the heck out of these people. Yes. And like, you know, eventually they started saying, well, they made. <laughs> More than just dresses needing yeah. to be destroyed. Yeah, yeah. They told people to kill their fucking pets. Yeah, or abandon them or like... Yeah, to get rid of them. Yeah. Yeah. There's a story of one woman who, after hearing this, she fucking electrocuted her dog. And... Yeah, I also read people like drown their... It's terrible. It's fucking horrible. And like this woman in particular's family went, what the fuck? And they took her to a psychiatrist. She was found insane and she was committed. Because it is insane. Like, yeah. why'd you do it? It's fucking insane. Because it's uh, black magic. It's an right. uh, evil entity. Yeah. I didn't want to, but St. Germain said I had to. Yeah. I, too, would be like, um... It's... It's... Sorry. It sends I, shivers my, up my fucking spine. <laughs> my phone? I'm getting a call from Amanda Carson, and I thought it said, like... Or Amanda Carlson, and I thought it said Amy Carlson for a second, and I will get to that. Bitch. I was just like, "What the hell?" Dun dun dun. Okay, I thought th- I was like, "What in the hell?" Fucking mess just got us paranoid. I know. Yeah, but I mean, in my head, dude. It's like this shit turns it from this goofy on the outside, you know, harmless. It's like it's so 
fucking dark. Um, it doesn't like that's evil stuff yeah, too. That's pure by the way, fucking evil. Like that's really evil. So you have people like scared of inanimate objects. Yeah. Now get rid of your pets. And oh, by the way, also stop um, being affectionate with your spouse. Yes. Don't fuck them either. Yep. So just like cut, you know, everything yeah. becomes a source of something that you are going to do wrong or some evil that you're going to be exposed yeah. to. Uh, um, on the, on the sex thing, that was really interesting. Uh, so the, here's, um, here's a, I found a uh, snippet of a speech uh, from, from one of them from St. Germain. I'm not sure, <laughs> you know, I'm not sure which one was channeling it, but uh, it's one of the St. Germain dictation, whatever the fuck. Uh, those, the ballards. those of today who have the opportunity and the privilege of gaining their freedom from human bondage through their ascension should certainly not contemplate sex or family relationship in that respect. You have served a long time in raising children, in exercising undesirable sex force. Is it not time now that you might forget it for a few years? There will still be enough of mankind left to take care of the requirements of birth. You cannot seek another for the desire of sex and expect yourself to be free. Now, they're very serious about this, by the way. Yeah. Um, and you can't ascend unless you're not fucking right now. There's the, the fear thing, right? Yep. There's it. Cause it's a common thing in cults. No sex thing. Mm-hmm. It's usually talked about as a control mechanism. Yeah. Right. And it's a way that you're, cause you're going to feel guilty cause you're going to want to. Yeah. Gerald Bryan makes a very fucking interesting point that I've never really seen before. What's that? That it gives by saying that a natural human impulse is bad, mm-hmm. they will still have sex because it happens. Yeah. Then they will have a valid reason why they didn't ascend. Yeah. Yeah. Especially because Guy and Edna, they never, they didn't say like, and we don't fuck either. Right. Yeah. They just didn't embrace on stage until they did. Cause then they started like, there was one time when they were like embracing on stage and you weren't supposed to embrace at all. It wasn't just sex. You weren't supposed to embrace. Yeah. Which is so fucked up. And they were embr- and they were joking about, oh, we're being awfully chummy tonight, which it's like, yeah, they don't can't have anything recorded in their live stream, but it's also like they can because they're well, they're twin flames or twin rays as they called it. Right. So it's not a sin for them. Yeah, and they're gonna ascend anyway. Right. So they can do what they want. Right. And the rules aren't for them. They're also twin rays, they mm-hmm. said, which are they were they're one soul separated. Yeah. Which has now become the belief of twin flames, which is used by fucking narcissist manipulative pieces of shit. Yeah, it's funny how also Edna decided for her son Donald who his twin ray was. Yeah. Which was like yeah, one yeah. of a member of her staff that she just like liked. She liked yeah. his girl, Marjorie, and was like, Hey Marjorie, should marry Donald. Donald's 17. He's a 17 year old kid at the time. And Marjorie's 26. And he's like, Ooh, hot older lady. Yeah. I'll marry her. And like, I don't actually know how agreeing he was to it because apparently the marriage wasn't very happy. And also she ended up cheating on him about a week (laughs) after they were married. Oh yeah. And it also caused a lot of fighting between Edna and Guy because Guy actually wanted Donald to find his own twin flame. That's so interesting. Yeah. It is, isn't it? It's so interesting because it's like. So this is really a normal shitty family. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Right. (laughs) It's a normal like rich guy fan, like rich kid, except Mm -hmm. like where mummy is cold and detached. And yeah, well, a lot of times it's flipped. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. Where the dad's like. Yeah. Well, I think guy was he was traveling for a lot of Donald's childhood, so he felt bad about being absent. So when Donald 
came into his adolescence, Guy was very sort of like affectionate yeah, with him yeah. and very like, here's some money, Donald, you know, and yeah. they're, they're close. In the last episode, we talked about how it was, uh, Guy got hurt when him and Donald were in a car that he, Donald was driving. Mm-hmm. And Donald fucking put it into a ditch or something. Yeah. And like, they were having fun. Right. Like a father, son, like driving around. Uh huh. Another thing is that alcohol isn't mentioned in here. I thought it's banned in addition to like tobacco and everything. Okay. Else. Maybe it was just like a brief yeah. passing, passing over. Cause I didn't, I didn't see a lot of mention of the yeah. ban of alcohol. And, but who knows? Yeah. Like, I guess like a lot of times, especially back then, if someone was a teetotaler, it was a part of their character. It was part of how you described them. Mm-hmm. You know, that's not the case for Guy Redna. Yeah, you know, they probably weren't drinkers. They were probably fucking shit hammered. You think so? I do. <laughs> I think at least Guy was. And yeah, I, I mean, we'll get to that later on. Um, he might have enjoyed a nice little cocktail every now and then. I think he was hammered. Mm. Yeah, I think he was an alcoholic. Um, but save that for a bit later. Yeah. So they could, they could hug and kiss and fuck. It's their twin flames. God damn it. Yeah, right. But no one else. And also... You don't get to choose your own twin flame if, if you're Edna's son. Yeah. Now, how do you get away from the fear? The, uh, the awfulness. You gotta buy the books. You just gotta buy the books. All of the books. What do you got? Just ESPN. What the fuck? <laughs> ESPN is calling you right now? That's a fucking scam. I, uh, it is. I'm just like, why, why am I getting, like, let me just put my phone on Do Not Disturb. Why am I getting so many weird phone calls right now? Of course you are. Sorry about that. They're, watching. They're fucking watching St. Germain's fucking watching us. <coughs> ESPN. We're Good for you, brother. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Extrasensory Perception Network. I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm done. Holy shit. Or at least, can you hand me another beer? Oh, my fucking God. <laughs> yeah. It's not okay. I've been up so late reading about this shit. So many days. I've got raccoon eyes. Yeah. So right. all I've been thinking about. Jumping at shadows. So, yeah. So, it, like... It wasn't like St. Germain and the, and the rest of the Ask Masters um, weren't aware. St. <laughs> Germain and the Funky Bunch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, it wasn't like they weren't aware of, uh, of these entities and black magicians and shit. You know, they were actively at war with them. Okay. So the Ballards have, they've, they've set up the I Am movement as being in opposition to the black magicians, basically like the cabal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just or the literally Illuminati another, another or... name for a group of like the cabal. Like that's. Yeah. Like it. Yeah. And like, so that was, you know, but the power of your decrees and the power of the, and they, you know, we're just eternally at war with that. Um, and the other way that you could protect yourself besides the power of the violet flame and the St. Germain and all the other fuckers. Uh, the other way was by buying all of the books. Oh yeah. You got to buy the books. You have to buy all of the books. You have to. No. You have to buy all of them. If your collection's not complete, St. Germain told me that you only have 30 days to oh, complete fuck. your collection. Oh my god, this is like the ring. Yeah. Like, you have 30 days. Yeah, like you had to get it or done. Or St. Germain's going to crawl out of your um old-fashioned radio. Yeah. <laughs> so the entities will yeah. win. They'll get you. Oh my God. Your dog's going to like turn to you and be like, chaos. <laughs> and then you'll be like, Oh fuck. I should have bought the book. <laughs> should have bought the book. Now, if, <laughs> if you wanted extra special, you know, you could charge, you could charge your books mm-hmm. in, uh, I am temples. Oh, for a small fee. 
Oh. Charge them with the power of the violet flame. Is this where the I am temples make their money? Are they that and selling that? the books? Yeah, yeah. a it's lot all, of books. All sales. about the books. It really is. They sell. That's where most of the money comes from. Because the the local I am temple. That's I don't know if they hold services, but their reading room is open for two hours a week. It's yeah, the yeah. Reading room. They pull fifty five grand a year. So they probably get people in there and sell them the books, or, or they it? make a donation or something. Was it fifty five grand a year? Yeah. Or was it more than that? Was it a month? It's about that. Yeah. It was a year, I believe. Okay. All right. A month would be nuts. We'd have heard about it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we would remember. If it, it wouldn't have been us that found it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Building's too tiny. No. But yeah, so like they, they have to be energetically charged, but like um, there's a way to supercharge. I mean, it's not like pushing that type of charge even more past its limit. It's another layer. It's a different type of charge. A special charge. Money? Better charge. Well, yeah. Well, here's the, it's an autograph from St. Germain. Oh. Yeah. Now, it only works on new books. You got to buy it fresh. Yeah. Doesn't matter if you already own an old copy. Okay. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> and, huh. then, and then you buy them. You buy all of, all of the fucking books. And yeah. Then you, you can't go, just have one. You got to get the series. Walk over to the table to get your books signed by St. Germain. So you walk up to the table across from Guy Ballard and no one else. Yeah, I mean, he's, just, yeah. he's the accredited messenger. St. Germain, though, is at his side. He's there. Wait, he's what? Just, he's invisible. Oh. Yeah, they're invisible. It's a thing they can do. Oh. Uh, One of the powers. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and he's there, and he's sending the charge of energy into Guy Ballard's right So do right they end. just have an empty chair next to him? Not even. He's standing there. Oh, holy shit. Yeah, it's literally just Guy Ballard in a chair. That, it's so cynical, dude. They hate their fucking followers so much. Wow. Yeah. And yeah. And St. Germain fucking. Oh, he comes back from whatever important European business is his excuse. Uh, important European business. For not business. like talking at that event. He gets back there for the book signing. Yeah, but he's just invisible. He's just invisible using Guy Ballard's hand to sign the books and they have to be new. You better okay. complete your collection in 30 days too. Fucking. Fucking do it. Like, if St. Germain's real, he's a dick. He's a fucking huge ass. We've like, established he's a piece of shit. Yeah. If that's a real entity, he's, that's a, he's a dick. That's a fucking demon. That's an yeah. evil bastard. But also, wouldn't that would be the most hilarious thing if, like, mm-hmm. all of this was actually, like, true and St. Germain is Dude. just, like, fucking with this couple and leading them down. It's a, not my main theory. Not even top five. Yeah. But it's on the list. It's, yeah. it's something it's a that's been fun, bouncing around my head. It's a fun thought, <laughs> you know, just to imagine that there really is this invisible fucking St. Germain, like behind Guy and only Guy can see him. Yeah. He's just like so annoyed, but like he can't do anything about it. He has to serve St. Germain. Like I was drinking all the time. Like he has to ascend, you know, he doesn't want to come back to oh earth. My fucking God. If he's going to be bothered by more entities. I mean, shit. What if he was on a, up on Mount Shasta? And like made a fucked up pact with, with something devil. he met up there. Yeah. Like give me, I'll, I'll, I'll make sure you get paid. You gotta uh-huh, do But you gotta use my name and like, you, you know. Use, not even my name, just this, it's a, it's a fucking sigil. The name itself is, it means something yeah, okay, else. Okay, yeah, yeah. Any cryptographers out there get on that fucking name. Right. Like St. Germain is not the entity. If we know it's true name, we can kill it. Yeah. <laughs> we don't know it's true name. 
Oh, that's a fun mm-hmm. concept. Okay. That's I'm, really, that's highly interesting. <laughs> <laughs> and it's literally like holding like Guy's hand yeah. and like signing for him. And he's like, stop fucking touching me. Like, yeah. <laughs> okay. 1938. Yes. We're doing this for three years. Three years into three years it. in. A lot of pets have been given away. Um, a lot of antiques have been smashed. Yeah. A lot of babies haven't been born. Nope. A lot of people are crying. Literally, there's a bunch of like, it was dividing families. It was a really bad scene. Yeah. Gerald Bryan had a bunch of. Yeah, people like leaving their families to go look for like the magic opening in the mountain. There's, yeah, where there was a story of two dudes who were like weeping together before an IM meeting because they didn't want to leave their family. And it wasn't their families that were joining. It was them. Yeah. So, like, so they know they they're have having the crisis to, of yeah. conscience and like, you know, it's Which really just sh- fucked up. They should be having that crisis. That <sighs> crisis should be their indicator. Like, oh, perhaps I shouldn't do this. Perhaps also, this isn't the right path. I also feel like that story might have just been Gerald Bryan. Yeah. You know? Yeah. We, I don't fully trust him either, but I trust him way more than the Ballards. Dude, he cites his sources mm-hmm. for everything that's not specifically a couple guys ha- having a realization about how big a piece of shit mm-hmm. these guys are. He, he cites his sources, newspapers, di- like, he We'd does the, to see it. He does the Citations homework. Yeah. are important. Yeah. It's like, it's pretty fucking rock solid. Mm-hmm. Honestly, like. Some of the, the exposition is definitely colored by his abject hatred of them. It's highly entertaining to read. I it recommend is. it because it is fucking scathing and just full of such good vitriol. And really it's good. good to be reminded that they... They deserve that yeah. real, really. Yeah, I yeah. like. I kind of forget because I get caught up in the showmanship of it and the esoteric aspects. Yeah, of it. yeah. And then I, I remember again. Oh yeah, fuck, fuck these guys. We need oy vey button. You yeah. know, really. They hadn't. Now there's a city we mentioned at the start. We haven't mentioned since. Their hometown, Chicago. 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 Now, apart from L.A., Chicago was the other city in America that was open to esoteric ideas it specifically was a big home for like new thought mm-hmm. which we talked about in our neville goddard episode a little bit um interestingly even though neville goddard had his uh, abdullah and he was operating at the same time like he had his version of the master right he was asked about ascended masters and what he thought of the idea he fucking hated it he said it was just fucking horrible <laughs> nope. and that, like yeah he was yeah. like Mm-mm. no it's not you it's all what if i been? it's all you not that like it's awful so yeah fuck yeah neville you stood up to the test yeah you're not part of this it's mm-hmm. amazing i love that guy yeah crazy as a loon and a fucking hero <laughs> love it. and he um, did not ascribe to the ascended master no. But it wasn't that Neville Goddard was going to kick their ass that they didn't go back to Chicago in 1938. It was because they, like, they were going to get arrested. Yeah, yeah, they had too much of a reputation there. They literally had, like, warrants out for some of Guy's uh, financial shenanigans. Oh, yeah, there were people there that I'm sure were, like, dying to break his knees. Yeah, they had tons of debts, like, to the government, to bad people. And so they said, like, they made a big old pronouncement before they went. They said, we shall not return to Chicago until our our debts are outlawed was the phrasing. So you outlaw our debts. We ain't coming in. Uh, yeah. Who, who cares? <laughs> the like, followers did. Yeah. Did they write angry letters? Yeah. Well, now they had a reason for why they weren't going back to Chicago. Uh-huh. I'm sure Chicago really cared. I think they wanted them to come back. I wow. I think they knew they couldn't. I don't think they're leaving on a train with the last of their rent money with some like heroic, like Alistair Crowley, you know, knowing he'd get 
his his ritual would work and he'd get the money for rent. So he goes and spends his last nickel on an ice cream cone, which yeah. he did like as a show of act of faith. And then he got the money. This wasn't that. I think they needed to get the fuck out of Chicago because they owed money to the mob. Yeah. That sounds like what happened. Uh, but they got, they do got to I mean, they're a fucking conquering army. They got to go. Got to go back to their homeland. They have to go to Medina. You know, Muhammad uh, going back to his hometown with the army he raised mm-hmm. of Medina. And that was the second city that like uh, Muslims conquered after Muhammad like announced, you know, his prophethood and shit, which is it's just an interesting parallel. Yes. That's a fucking wild story, too, by the way. We'll cover that someday. The Muhammad story is fucking real interesting. I look forward to it. Yeah, it's cool. <clears throat> this is not that, though. There's an interesting parallel. <laughs> this is not that. No. Muhammad. Way fucking cooler. And a way better person with flaws. Still, shit, might have been a bad guy. I don't know. Shit, do I cut that? I'm scared of things now. <laughs> you can't cut that. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared of things too. I'm always scared I'm going to say something. Wrong. And then I'm like, whatever. Fuck them. Let them fall off if they don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> See ya. Yeah. Prophet Muhammad, way better dude. Um, everyone's better than the Ballards. They're the fucking worst. They're so bad. I hate them. <laughs> but they're going back to Chicago. Where they're loved and hated. Yeah. They'd been hosting classes like a nearby city. They were all around Chicago. Right. But they, they went back in and this is a big deal. This is probably the biggest deal since the, the closed ascension class that got them L.A. So Edna gets up there on the first day. Um, they taught 50,000 people over the 10 days. Whoa. Yeah. That's a lot of people. This was huge. That's a lot of indoctrination. This isn't the Manson family. This is Joseph Smith, right? Yeah. Like this, they had a million students by the end. Yes, that's a lot of people. That's a lot of fucking people. That'd be <laughs> one in every 330 people in the U.S. now. Mm-hmm. Back then, that's a way higher percentage. Yeah. This was huge. And it still is. And that's what's so fucking weird. Now, regardless of that, Edna gets up there on the first day of those classes and she says, they say we dared not come to Chicago, but we are here. And then she like gives this big dramatic gesture and she says, so what? Like, are you fucking (laughs) kidding me? So so what do I do now, guys? What What do you want me to do? With their stage setups and shit, they're playing in opera houses and stuff. Mm -hmm. So majestic and like, That'd be pretty cringy for a cult leader to say, right? So what? Like, it's a cringy fucking edgelord thing to say. Yeah. I said I wouldn't come, so I I did it. So what? But those cringy edgelords don't have the stage setup that Edna Ballard has, that Lotus Ray King has with the lights. Yeah. The fucking beautiful, bright colors. And she sweeps her arms. And her dress, like, sweeping across the the ground. Like, she's hovering. It's anime villain shit. Vampire shit. So what Fucking, now? Okay. Sorry. I keep getting so distracted by just like realizing like what the fuck How I'm crazy ta- it is. what I'm talking about. Yeah. Holy fuck. So is, is this the point where they're like cleansing entities from places? This, yeah. So this is where, well, a couple things happen. Yeah. They make this big gesture, right? So what? Well, so what is like one of the next days? Um, after classes, when guy's doing his book signing, his book signing bit, the authorities come to serve him with papers. Yeah. yeah. What they think was going to happen? Yeah. Uh, it was for um, 
bilking and uh, fucking old blind, <laughs> blind and deaf lady. I think she was both blind and deaf. Oh, Jesus Christ. Guy. Out of fucking $6,000 in a fake gold mine scam. Come on, guy. Yeah. Really? Yes. That's I, an actual fucking thing. Oh, my God. Thank God he's absolved of yeah. all of his. You Nothing know. to be recorded on his live stream. Yeah. yeah. Good, th- good thing no one <laughs> is uh, going to come after him for his live stream. He sold $6,000 worth of stock in a gold mining company that does not exist to a fucking old blind and deaf lady. I, I want to say during the Great Depression, I want to say I can't believe it, but I do. I fucking believe it. Like, that's exactly what he would do. That's who this guy is. That's yeah. who these people are. When you see Violet Flame, when you see St. Germain, when you see fucking the I Am Presence, when you see Angel Numbers, when you see Twin Flames, it comes from a guy who sold $6,000 worth of stock to a blind and deaf old widow during the Great Depression. <laughs> oh my god All this right. is awful see here's what you gotta do see you gotta kill your dog <laughs> and then tell me if you know any blind people <laughs> what the fuck is this like, am I being had I don't know what anything is anymore it's really crazy like I, I couldn't be convinced of this no although the walls of my reality are a little more fragile after reading about it. Yeah, for sure. It's like an assault on your sanity. It's like, I love my pets. Yeah. What the fuck? It's real. It's too much. Oh. And I love sex, too. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? I don't I know. I wouldn't fall for it. It's just depriving people of pleasure. And for what? And for what? For fucking what? So that Guy and Edna can buy more cars. No beautiful partnerships came out of this. No fucking nothing good comes out of this. That's true. Never nothing. a goddamn and you know what? single. They both just fucking died. Like, well, so we'll what, get to what, that. Yeah, I know. Just like, so what was all of it really for? Because mm-hmm. everyone just like, you know, yeah. everyone drops dead in the end. So why trample all over people like this? Spite. Yeah. They yeah, like we earned this. They hate them. Yeah. Yeah. They're smarter right. than them. They fucking look mm-hmm. down on them. It's it's lashing out. Yeah, they're simpletons and, and they're like, they're the masters, you know, they're enlightened. They're trying to beat the shit out of a world that beat the shit out of them or so they perceive it didn't fucking actually. Yeah. It did the same thing to them. It did to everybody else. That's true. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck yep. God damn. <laughs> I hate him. Um, so this is also after... <laughs> So the guy's serving him papers is like fighting his way through the fucking, and now his followers are like, blast, blast, they're trying to blast him yeah. out of there. He's just getting the papers to him. He does, he's not even thinking about it. Like, what the fuck is it? He does, and they basically just, they do the thing. Like, they're trying to get us out. They're trying to attack us, all this shit. Like, Well, yeah. Because they're evil black magicians. But this is the point which, a lot of the story has like sort of subverted a lot of cult stuff. This this doesn't. This is the point where it gets a little more dangerous, a little more militant, because now they <clears throat> have a physical enemy that they have to wrap into their into their bullshit. Right. So they and really that need enemy to, is Chicago. Yeah, it's the tax man. Yeah, it's the fucking yeah, it's prosecutors and shit. It's the legal um, system. I forget what happened with that. I think he was like, I don't know if he showed up to pay. He got out of it somehow, but we, he was money, money. He money, was told money. to pay her back ten thousand dollars. Yeah. He just didn't. They got out of it some fuck now. 
but he starts. He didn't. To, yeah. He had the Parsons. means to. Just didn't. Yeah. I mean, he, uh, the estimate Gerald Bryan gives is that they probably made like $13 million in book sales alone. Yeah. Yeah. During the Great Depression. Mm-hmm. Could have just paid her and shut her, shut her the fuck up. Yeah, but you know, if, if you were too stupid to be scammed, then you don't deserve your money, I guess. That's probably what also he thought. Also a power move. Yeah. And also, I think they thought they had the power. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, another And big, the right, I guess. Another big part of this is they were occultists. Mm-hmm. They were magicians. And a yeah. lot of like, no matter what you think about the paranormal or anything, like what magic is, is about the, the, the art, the martial art form of projecting your will into the world. And your will uh, onto yourself. That's what it is. A martial art of imagination, of consciousness, and practicing it makes you better at making things happen. Mm-hmm. It just does. Like, that's the point of it. Yeah. Um, has nothing to do with religion or anything. Different, different thing. It's the praxis rather than the beliefs. It's the doing it. And they, they carried fucking trunks full of occult books with them. Edna did. Like, they were obsessed with this. Yeah. Not, they weren't doing channeling the violet flame to, to do things. They were fucking summoning demons from the goddamn lesser key. Like they were, you, you know, they were all cracking open the lesser key of Solomon and, and, and doing demonic rituals. They were doing angels. Like they were doing the occult shit. Yeah. They were magicians in the Western sense, in the Crowley sense. Like. Yeah. I wonder if they ever crossed paths. Well, he never came to America, actually. He was never in America. He had his um, outpost. You know, they're so afraid. Or they claim to be so afraid of these powerful black magicians. The whole time, they're the ones that are, like, engaging in this sort of left-hand path type Not magic. even sort of. I mean, it is that shit. Yeah. It is ju- they <laughs> it are is just point, those point guys. Blank, yeah. They're just doing an act. The yeah. act is just the act. Who they are is people bring trunks of the books on my bookshelf. Yeah. But as we talked about, as we talked about last time, like, they were pissed that it didn't give them the riches and the comfort they wanted. Right. Mm-hmm. And so they got pissed off at everything, but then it did give them that, but in a bad way, cause it's just a fucking tool. They did the thing, but they never found the happiness they were looking for. I don't think. Right. Cause it's like, what's the fucking point? There is. That's, that's the big secret. There is no point. Yeah. It's just about you and being a good fucking person. That's what all the spooky demons are about. I know. It's not this and, bullshit. And at the end of the day, Donald's left holding the bag that's empty. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're surrounded by so many vultures. Like, it really fucking shot their own progeny in the foot, their beloved Donald. Yeah. Well, so this is where that kind of starts to happen. We have uh, less than two years left. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they told their followers of these gas tunnels below the surface of Chicago. They were full of gas and could fucking blow up at any time. That's terrifying to yeah. tell people. And they told them it was all over America, and it was only through the power of St. Germain that they didn't just fucking blow up now. Wow, thanks, St. Germain. Yeah. So glad you're here. And there was also black magicians in Washington that were trying to, like, do shit like sick entities on them and make the gas lines blow up and shit. Right? <laughs> um, yep. Yep. So now there is literally fear from right under their fucking feet. More fear, more. F- yeah, they better, you know, obey St. Germain and keep him powerful and strong so that these gas uh, things don't blow all of us up. Yeah, I, they and they had been doing the uh, gas line bit for a little. I guess that had started earlier because like on um, in 1937 in New York, uh, right at the tail end of 1937, they, uh, the Lord Maitreya. 
Another one. <laughs> <laughs> Gave a talk and um Oh, good. He, My tray is in the mix now. He said that they uh they stand with with the war entity above you and the destructive gas belts underneath. The war ent- entity was the coming World War II personified yeah. that they were trying to destroy. Um the, well, they failed. The the uh, goddess of peace. Another one. <laughs> uh, gave New Yorkers a bit of hope, though. She said, um, "Our records, our records show great devastation has already been prevented in your land. Your city, where you rest so serenely tonight, would not have been here these the past eighteen months if it had not been for the call to light." Well, I guess they got enough tithings. Oh, yeah, the goddess of peace is happy. They were all about dissolving and destroying the war entity because they were fucking Nazis. Yeah, you right? get to live another day. They're anti-war for the only war that kind of had to happen. Yeah. You know? Right. It's the one they- They're like, no, they we don't want to fight the Nazis. Yeah. Uh, here's like, here's something the, uh, I'm not sure who this was. It was, it was. it was another one. It was one of them. It was, wait, it was who? Another one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That, um. Beloved ones, you know how long these three and a half years that your call has been made for the dissolving of the war entity. That has begun. Wild applause. Woo! It began on the opening day of this class when the great cosmic light was again released. It began with the head over New York with the eye which sees the weakness of mankind. The eye which sees the weakness of mankind. Uh. That eye sees no more. Wild applause. All around the body of the war entity of the world, there's a powerful blue flame which is steadily and surely moving in upon the form, its body of substance. It is our hope that by the end of this class, the war entity shall have been dissolved. It only means a continued pounding away on these mighty decrees. I firmly believe that the war will soon cease in Europe and the Orient. I'm getting that down kind of scary good. Yeah, you're, you're it doing it. It comes really easy, actually. Yeah, it's that's fun. A, that's a dark power. You should try it with something. It's fun. <laughs> I, it's like, I think it's like a, a play um, it's hip- you can hypnotize yourself too. Yeah, because he would also, I imagine, that he would like use his hands too, so he oh, can really, yeah. you know, hypnotize people while he's talking. If he's also like mesmerizing them with his hand movements in conjunction. Well, when I'm doing it, like you can, y'all can't see this, but like I'm I'm doing a hand movement so I can get the rhythm down. Yeah, it's easier to right? do it with hand movements. It's so much easier. So that has to be the fucking waving of the arms, the conductor. Sh- uh, yeah, Jesus that's that's so, magic, right? They're like, so he's saying to yeah. them. Listen, there's this giant, like, blue fucking war entity that's yeah. coming our way. And by the end of this class, or by the end of this sermon, we can get rid of it Yeah, if we all just do these decrees. Okay, guys? Let's go. Let's do it. Let's destroy this entity. Yeah. Like. I firmly believe the war entity will soon cease in Europe and Europe. Like, and then everyone's so happy that, like, oh, we did it, guys. We destroyed the entity together. Yeah. Oh, I'm so happy. I want to give away my money. Yeah. And like, so, and it's these people like wrapped up in this froth that are the crowd when he gets served at the papers too. You know what yeah. I mean? Is that a personification of the fucking war entity? Is that like, and that's when the black magician shit really starts coming in. The war against the black magicians is when the men in suits try to serve him with fucking papers. Because of course, of course right? they're gonna. Yeah. So those are now the black magicians. Now this is tangible evidence. Anyone that's against them is the black magician, basically. Yeah. Yeah, or they're just at the behest of the. Yeah, we don't really even need to get too much into that uh, charge in case. It's just that. Yep. Yeah. Uh, now this is during this time too. Uh, remember we said that the ascension, because this is still all about ascension. Yeah. That's the great reward at the end. 
Because these are the it's ascended masters. Right. Yeah. Because we've established, it's just death in an electric chair in a fucking cave on, in California. Yeah, it's just dying. So fucking sick. Um, <laughs> uh, well, the thing is, they've been doing this for a few years now. Yeah. Now people are starting to get wise to like, why hasn't, so many of us have died without ascending. Because most of them are old, right. you know? Right, right. So many people's bodies didn't magically float yeah. up into the air. So St. Germain comes up with the new dispensation. Dispensation. A new dispensation. The uh, goddess of light and the goddess of liberty, they, they actually went personally up to, a, to a, great, a great being. Was the goddess of peace not invited? No. Fuck. Yeah. They always are leaving her out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, got light and liberty. Yeah. They don't want peace. They want <laughs> a war of their own. Um, no they peace. go up to a great being named Sanat Kumara. Another one. Seriously, and I'm going to play it every time because yeah. it's fucking ridiculous. This dude kind of comes from theosophy. He's like, he sort of fills the role of God weirdly mm-hmm. in this, which is, it, no, it doesn't make it, it's not a fucking, it's not a cosmology that makes sense. It doesn't. It just doesn't. At all. You it's, can't and make we've, it. And we've established that. You okay. know what the grift is. You so got it. Like, goddess of light and liberties go into S- Sanat Kumara. Uh, okay. And they basically, they, they plead with Sanat Kumara to make ascension available for IM students after they die. Yeah, because these students are like, hey, what? it's not happening. Yeah. What's up with that? Uh-huh. So, well, now you can ascend after you die. And you're also special that you'll actually be able to do it. Like, it will happen. Okay. Classic shit. I mean, they're getting lazy at this point. Yeah. We're so glad that you guys brought that up. Yeah. <laughs> so that we yeah. can go bring yeah, it yeah. To, uh, to our boss. Yeah. Uh, it was the, they announced that with the second issue of their magazine, they started publishing. Mm-hmm. They also sold a lot of books through the mail. That was a big thing. Yeah. The mail order books was a huge <clears> thing. <throat> so, yeah. And look, with this, they, you know, also did the fucking thing where they'd say really specific numbers about how many, I guess, corpses had raised up. Oh, um, wow. At the Shrine class in Los Angeles on January 8th, uh, 1939, I said, uh, already in three different instances, those who, those who have made the change, which others not understanding thought was so-called death, have made the ascension. Wait, does, that, does the grammar make more sense if you do it with the fucking voice? Probably. Well, others not understanding thought was so-called death have made the ascension. In each instance, there has not been made one particle of life remaining in the cells or structure of the flesh that it remained behind. Which is mechanical, mechanical evidence of the truth, of the truth that they had made the ascension. There are quite a number who will make that change within a few months. It can easily and readily be done. Readily. That's too fun to do. It is. I recommend it so you know I'm not crazy. Like, everyone just kind of try with something. Although... No? Holy shit. I just almost did a dangerous fucking thing. <laughs> almost directed you to go look up some of these. Don't do that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure this bomb is still live. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's still like fizzling. It hasn't made it down yeah. to, the, to the bottom of the, the wick yet. Oh, God. Okay. I titled this next section of the outline, Fuck It, Let's Conquer America. Yeah, that was kind of the, the point. At, like, where else are they going to go now? They have. Millions at this point, yeah. I'm betting. And um, so what, what do you do now? The thing they've been saying they were going to do since the very, very fucking beginning. Since day one. Seventh golden age. Yeah. Since even before day one, when they got the fucking silver shirts, William Pelly's fucking yeah. esoteric Nazi fucking um, proud boys. Just who they are. Yeah. That's who they fucking are. This has been the goal since day one. 
Now it's time to make it happen. Why? Well, FDR has been president for what? Uh, at this point. Too long. This is his second According term. According to them. This is his second term, I think. Yeah. Perhaps right at the end of the term. They're too smart to be gunning for getting elected. You know what I mean? Yeah. That was never going to happen. They'll have to settle for telepathic death threats. Yeah. And maybe just walking ton of people up there. Yeah. A zombie army. Oh, okay. I think that's literally what they were going for. It's just wow. to physically occupy that. Because that, that would be the magical way of doing it. And then they could all chant there. You've gotten all these people to be reflecting your will with yeah. you. And then you just simply have a stronger will than Washington, D.C. And then uh-huh. you're sitting in that fucking chair. It's that fucking simple. And it, and it is. If you had a million Americans, you can march on Washington. Like, it's been done. It has been done. You know? That is true. It turns out the Capitol doesn't have as great security as you thought it did either. Um, yeah. You can do that with a thousand fucking yahoos. That's true. <laughs> mm-hmm. So honestly, 1938, it could have fucking happened. Yeah. But I'm beginning to see that this actually could have fucking happened. I mean, mummy and daddy yeah. told you to, which is literally what they called themselves. I don't know if yeah. we brought that up yet, but. We didn't like explicitly say, look at that. But it's been mentioned. Yeah. They called themselves Mommy and Daddy Ballard. Yes. The students called themselves Mommy and Daddy fucking Ballard. I love it. And Guy is the reincarnation of George Washington, remember? Yeah. So this retaking of Washington. And Ben Franklin. That's so funny that George yeah. Washington and Ben Franklin like are married to each other now. Yeah, they fucking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Ben Franklin was in the Hellfire Club. Mm-hmm. A, a secret society he was in. It was just mm-hmm. drugs and sex. It's fucking wide. They call themselves the Hellfire Club. Yeah, that's like the opposite of Edna's deal. It's the opposite of Edna's public. Unless she was era. a little, fur- she was little dynamite after all. So they were knows. fucking black magician. They were, they were edge lords. Yeah, doing a preacher bit. They loved fucking booze and drugs and fucking. I mean, like, there's, yeah. there has to be something wrong with you to be like, you know, get rid of your cat. Yeah. St. Germain demands it. Give us your money. But yeah, so guys just, George Washington is basically just going home. That's how this, this is, this is the first king of America. Right. This is his rightful throne. And when I say that this is the goal, like they're saying this, that they're going to start the seventh golden age, the St. Germain's new government. This is. The Christian Commonwealth. Beyond the ascension. Even though it's not really the Christian Commonwealth, it's the St. Germain Commonwealth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which just replaces William Pelley's Christian democracy. Yes. Yeah. Um, and, and so now you have not just ascension, which you might get dying in glorious holy rebellion. Which, you know, who can, who, <laughs> that is a noble death for these people. They're they, dying for it, dude, literally. They, I mean, they brought it home. Yeah. They fucking wrapped it all up into a uh-huh. perfect fucking recipe. You know, you have people coming <sighs> to your... To your thing, uh, willing to disappear and ascend and whatever, yeah. and then you you give them the opportunity to, and, and they told them that like, and you know what? Well, they saw war on the horizon, right? Like, well, it wasn't. They knew, like everyone knew, everyone did, everyone. yeah. Um, at a, they, so they started speaking of this great peril. They called it, you know, um, mm-hmm. in in New York, uh, the Silent Watcher. Another one. Literally. The silent watcher. Yeah. Oh my God. It's and he's in another- New York. He lives in New York. No, he's, um, he's speak. he's, he's, he's talking to New York through 
guy right Oh, okay, okay. I like to think that Silent Watcher has, like, a little apartment. Yeah. Like, that's... (laughs) In Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Cup of coffee by the window. Yeah. Sketchbook. Just He's, like, into synths. (laughs) 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 Silent Watcher's a good fucking name for that. (laughs) Holy shit. Yeah. He does, like, Twitch streams, but he doesn't say anything. He just plays music. That's so... I would be so pissed. <laughs> Silent I Watcher. I fucking hate whenever you take anything from a name literally. And that I, just, I don't know what about it. I just it, it it's so fucking tacky. Ah. All right. Sorry. So that's fine. <laughs> so he's channeling the Silent Watcher. The Silent Watcher's like, "Wait, I have something to say actually." Are you fucking kidding? I'm the talking watcher now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's not very silent then, is he? I fuck I, I hate this. I, I hate this so much. Anyway, he said, should the third episode in Washington's vision take place in your America, there would scarcely be enough people left on the earth to make one small city. So they're talking about nuclear annihilation, destruction, which is like interesting because they didn't know about the bomb, but they did know about World War One. Yeah. So Silent Watchers warning that Armageddon's here. If war comes, the third uh, Washington's vision, some fucking the thing third about episode. in a, in the past life, I about remembered having a vision as George Washington, and there was there was three episodes, and the third episode he saw the destruction of all things, Armageddon. Okay. In West Palm Beach, the goddess of liberty said, uh, "The third episode has been the greatest danger confronting mankind today. If it swept into America, the whole world would be a seething vortex of destruction." Well, shit, we better stave that off. Yeah. So who's going to tell us how to do it? Will it be Pearl? Well, Will it be Ray of Light? Will it be? Mostly St. Germain. Oh, okay. But there is. I'm glad, like, Lady Liberty got a chance to speak a little. Oh, yeah. yeah. St. Germain's like, he's like George Washington. He's the George Washington of the Ascended Masters. Yeah. Can't really do. You got to get a hold of K-17. K K seventeen. Oh, that that old friend of ours. Now that dirty bastard. K seventeen was a fake intelligence agent. I can't stand the parallels. I know. Mm-hmm. Yep. Doesn't it send a shiver up your spine? It does. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. Especially because 17, 17 is important to these, to the, uh, the name that I will not say, because it is the 17th letter in the alphabet. Sure is. Oh, fuck. It sends many shivers. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Oh, he said that, that St. Germain had sleeper cells all throughout Washington, Mm -hmm. just waiting for the awakening of America's children. Yeah, the the awakening, you say. The awakening. The, is it going to be great? He was, he was. Sleeper cells. How does he get a hold of these sleeper cells, by the way? Like, uh, he's invisible and shit. Okay. He came to Guy Ballard, didn't he? He did. He came gave to, him a creamy liquid. Donald. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, obviously he can do that. Yeah. Yeah. Once he gets his cream in you, you're, that's it. Yeah. You're his forever. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Well, K-17 was the head of uh, what's called the Inner Secret Service. Okay. Some fake division. I'm not entirely sure if it was like an astral secret service or like oh an inner, God. like. So he's an ascended master, like, secret agent. Another one. 
He's literally Holy an ascended master. Holy shit. It doesn't make sense. No. No. It doesn't make any sense. Think about how fast this is all happening to you, though. It starts like, this is, the, the pace of the narrative is as fast as Guy Ballard's fucking decrees. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's just rolling and it's just they, happening and happening. It's like they need more ascended masters to fill in gaps in the story or something. Or it's, just, to, it's just a beautiful plot device that you can just use in all these situations. And it's so yeah. easy. Oh, and, we and need a new buy character. It. Yeah. Because every time you make a new one, it gives people hope they might be one. Shit. Right? It's like the saint, and too. K-17, I'm pretty sure it was played by a dude. I don't think he was channeled. Yeah. He was like a guy. Wow. Yeah. They had a guy to to do the K-17 bit. Pretty huh? sure. Unless I'm, uh, if I'm misremembering, I'm going to fact check that and cut it out if it's, if it's not. But yeah, I'm pretty sure he was, he actually ha- ha- was a dude. Yeah. Well then. Um, and, and he's playing a role. He's saying that he's this super secret agent and that St. Germain has all these sleeper cells all throughout Washington. When the day comes to put President Washington back in the Oval Office, I was about to say back on his throne because that is what it is. But like, put him back in the White House. Um, you know, you're going to have support of all the good people in the secret in the in the halls of Washington. So I'm wondering, did the Ballards assign this role to K-17 or was this a person that independently like thought of this and no, they, they, like, they went, went along with? It's just interesting because this whole idea of like, I don't know, uh, You're actually a secret spy and need to do these things in order to ensure the continuation of humanity or else the whole world's going to be destroyed and it's all up to you to help save it. Like these are very common delusions. Yeah. That certainly like I'm sure were earnestly held by at least a percentage of their followers. Definitely. Yeah. Absolutely. And especially in times of hardship. Those Mm -hmm. come out, you know? It's a, it's a coping mechanism in a lot of ways. Because especially like if this dude's invisible, if you wanted to, you could probably, um, and if you believed hard enough, you could convince yourself that St. Germain was there with you. Yeah. And that he might be influencing you to be one of his um, sleeper agents and that yeah. you might be one of them. And, you know, because how do you know if you are or not? And even if you don't get got by it, what if you're looking at it and going, I could learn from this dude. Yeah. Like, I bet yeah, I could too. do that bit. Huh. Okay, I like what this guy's selling. He's a tough guy. I bet he's going to go far. I want to be somebody he likes. Mm-hmm. That's a sizable percentage, too. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. I, I've never really thought about that with regards to cults. You always think of, like, people have to, like, kind of— Anyone below the leader has to believe in it? Like, maybe not. Yeah, perhaps not. Maybe they're just as cynical, and they're like, oh, he's a better leader than me. There's, like, inner circles, too. I mean, think of, like, Jonestown. Yeah. Kind of had his inner circle that didn't follow the rules. Yeah. And, I like, one of the other things is that there's now more and more of the, like, the the militant wings of the IM activity, too. The Minutemen, and I believe they're called Daughters of Light. Yeah. The Minutemen were white-suited bodyguards that were throughout the halls. It is this at this point. Like, now there's the fucking, um, you know, Hitler had his SS or whatever the fuck the first, like, the yeah. SS came out of. It's a thing they these guys do, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, they um, got their, their front lines of defense. Yeah. When K-17 shows up, that's now a fixture at these things. So yeah. it's a, the military shit is now a bit more yeah. present, so it gives K-17 more, more of a... Mm-hmm. Um, 
more validity within the overall themes of the show. Yeah. You know, and this is what he said uh, to a, at a, at a talk, um, beloved ones, there has been throughout the centuries an inner secret service in connection with certain ones of the outer secret service. You will notice that I am not hesitating to give this information. It will be well for all individuals to listen to that. America is going to have her protection. (laughs) The greater part of my 24 hours are spent in the tangible body in the outer world. Therefore, there is nothing can be hidden from me. And when I start out to get evidence, I get it. You have many friends in the outer secret service as well as the inner. It was a it was a dude. That's why he showed up as a tangible bot. Like, yeah. So is he is he even more inner than Saint Germain is? No. Or is he on the he's on the outer inner he's circle? Saint Germain CIA director. Okay. All know? right. Or Saint Germain's James Bond. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Just so, ridiculous. Just so fucking ridiculous. So uh, a a guy um, talked about how a secret agent by the name of Gaylord arrived. Good. <laughs> Good. About time. Presented his credentials and told of his personal contact with some of the higher official and diplomatic circles in Washington. Mm-hmm. St. Germain, he continued, is concerned with certain activities in Washington at the present time. It is his request that we three reach there the 2nd of October, and he will meet us on our arrival. He says it is possible to use you in certain ways. Remember always that our eternal motto and rule of conduct is to know, to dare, to do and to be silent, which I thought was very fucking interesting. Yeah. Because I don't actually know where this comes from, but it is a part of Western occultism. Uh, the motto, the magical motto. Yeah. To know, to will, to dare, to keep silent. Mm-hmm. Very they just similar. Replaced to yeah. do with, they replaced to will with to do and they switched the order. But yeah. it's, it's the same it's exact the same thing. thing. Right there. Like that's. Well, well, well. And I remember bringing that up on an earlier, like, I brought, I, brought, I brought that up recently. I forget what episode it was. I think it was Connor Murphy, actually. Yeah. So you need, to, you you need to learn this. You need Sonny. to keep silent a Sonny little Jim. bit more about these. Shut your mouth. Yeah. They're going to lock you away once you run out of money. It's true. Um, <laughs> Careful. Uh, so, yeah. And, like, so at this point, they are clearly in full-on dictator, fascist, psychic dictator bullshit mode, right? Mm-hmm. This is where the death decrees start happening. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So only like a year ago, they were having their students decree to give them $1 million in cash money tax-free. Decrees have changed a little bit. Uh, Guy Ballard on May 1938 in Chicago, he said, um, you 500 students have been calling into action the power of the blue lightning. Do you know what that means? Do you know that one day the momentum gained in that action, if necessary, will be released? And no matter how terrifying it is to humanity, that power shall be released. Blue lightning. The power of the blue lightning. The blue light- no matter how terrible it is to humanity. You gotta do it's, it sometimes. It's raw, magical, destructive force is what he's getting these people to He's trying to control world affairs. Yeah, yeah. Like... He's trying to become the president of America. Yeah, even um, though he... Weren't you already the president? Come on. Yeah. So, uh, there's this letter that someone wrote... This lady wrote to Gerald Bryan, who wrote Psychic Dictatorship in America. Talks about um, a letter... Or a talk she had with Edna about what to do about her mother. Her old mother that wasn't part of the I Am activity. Fucking listen to this, dude. This, this shit is... Jesus. Okay. 
So this is uh, this lady writing to Gerald Bryan. Last July, during the Shrine class, I had a private interview with Mrs. Ballard, at which time she told me, I might well use the terms ordered or commanded, as that was her manner, to call for the release of my own mother, um, whom she knew I love with all my heart. Just, that mean what I think it means? Yeah. Just as we were taught to call for the release of our little pets. A fuck. Why? Because my mother did not believe in them, nor their teaching, though she never opposed me or them in any way. Mrs. Ballard told me I was carrying a big load and that my mother was a, end quote, vampire activity, keeping alive on my energy. Says the most vampire bitch around yeah. that, that outlawed garlic in her cult. You're going to call it. Did we like, even mention that? I don't think we did. Ascended masters hate garlic and onions. <laughs> they're vampires. That, they're literally fucking vampires. Um, that is the cruelest, like, most psychotic bullshit. Yeah. So she continued. She shot this question at me. Doesn't your mother take a lot of soda? Yes. Then doesn't she eat a lot? I answered. She has a good appetite. Yes. Yes, she said, and she sits around no good to herself or anyone else, and she can keep alive for years drawing on your energy and living on it. Call for her release. You have work to do. What the fuck? I, like, oh, I, I hate Edna right yeah. now. Yeah. That is disgusting. There's, mm-hmm. like, no excusing that. No. It's like, oh, so, so what? Your mom eats and she likes to drink soda? Well, fuck her then, you know? They're the worst tyrants I have ever <laughs> like, heard of. Like, fuck that bitch. Just, like, pray for her release already. Don't you just wish she would just yeah. drop dead already? Like, whoa. Yeah. And uh, former whoa. members were ostracized, and they were had their death decrees. Sanat Kumar himself at a 100% group in Los Angeles. That was their super special students. Did they, were they ever spiteful towards people that left the group? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, they Okay, were, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I was wondering if you were, like, saying yeah. they, they would do fucking death decrees towards ex-members. Yeah. Um, Holy shit. Yeah, like uh, Sanat Kumara said, which is, again, every time it's one of these masters except for K-17, it's just Guy or Edna. Yeah. It's just them. It's not, there's, yeah. He said, do not make again the call for anyone to return to this light. Rather, call for their release from those bodies that they have chosen to desecrate by vicious falsehoods against the messengers of this light. Beloved students in the future, do not hesitate to put down anything that tries to defame this work. You have my permission. Your mighty decrees have been answered remarkably so far, and they will be answered in a more and more remarkable way. But since time is an essential in this, we shall take part in physical action. The unfortunate individuals who have tried in every conceivable way to bring disgrace upon this work, watch that disgrace return upon them. Do not hesitate to help it along, beloved students. Enough chanting. Get your get your guns. Yeah. Like, dude. Yeah. It, like, I can't believe it. I yes. mean, I can. I can. Yeah. Just giving them permission to be violent. Yeah. Like, that's literally what's happening here. Just well, making that very clear. Without actually saying it. Yeah. But that's absolutely what's happening. Mm-hmm. Go kill for us. If you have yeah. to kill for us, kill for us. They're literally saying that. Yep. They have a fuck ton of members. And at this point, tens of millions of dollars. This is real. Yeah. Okay. While they're in Washington, and maybe other times too, but they would have these closed meetings of the best of the, like the inner circle and shit after the classes, where they would stand in a circle, uh, alternating one male and one female around this chalice in the center, which was placed uh, golden coins and trinkets. It's an offering. It's an altar and an offering. And then they would write down the names of well, two people very specifically, the Roosevelts. Yeah. Uh, Eleanor and Franklin. Mm-hmm. The president of the United States and first lady, you know, 
yeah. those guys. And they would put the these notes into the fucking goblet with the coins for fucking payment. Like very, this is this is occultism right here. Like, and they this would is demonic yes. to me. Yes. And I'm not like, I'm not a person that's like, ooh, demons, I'm scared. But it is from that. It is from it that is tradition. It is literally like. It is literally that tradition. Yeah. Go listen to our episode on um, the Lesser Key of Solomon. Indeed. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they would do the, viol- like, they would do their own decrees, like the the blue lightning and the violet, fl- like they, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. They weren't like, they didn't like break the illusion for their inner circle by saying like, like, you know, calling on Asmodeus or whatever. Right. right. They were still doing, you know, St. Germain and the Violet Flame. But what if St. Germain was an anagram that managed to what fit? If? Or like, what if it doesn't matter? What if it's just, it, if it represents something, it means that. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So they were literally conspiring to kill the president and the first lady with magic. Mm. They were doing that. Now, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh-huh. funnily enough, Roosevelt did die while he was president. Yeah. Eleanor didn't, but... He's also old as shit and sick as hell. Right. Um, it wasn't the violet flame that did him the president. We don't know. We don't know. But I bet some someone like patted themselves on the back and they're like, that was I me. Know. Yeah, 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 yeah. One of the seven people who was yeah. there. Yeah, absolutely. So there was also physical violence that ended up uh happening too. Mm-hmm. Always does. Always does. Oh goody. Yeah. And now remember, um, I said that this story was gonna Go from 1935 to 1939. Yeah. Right now, we're in October of 1939. Okay. This has been just yeah, steady. They have their, their secret um, service groups all around. Yeah. They got fucking. The Minutemen, the Daughters of Life. Fucking, yeah. They're doing it. Their Minutemen, by the way, are also like beating people up. Well, yeah, that's what I'm about to get to. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So they're kind of starting to gain notice now. Mm-hmm. Right? And uh, in 1939, October, they. Uh, a bad acting newspaper man by the name of Westbrook Pegler. <laughs> <laughs> Great name. Pegler? Pegler. Uh-oh. Yeah. He's the Pegler. So he had heard about this weird shit. Pegler. I hardly know her. Nice. <laughs> 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 so Pegler didn't know what happened at an Ascended Master talk. Yeah. He didn't know about any of this shit. Oh, he's in for a treat. He knew he had to go fucking report on it. He had yeah. To so I, this is, um, I'm going to read from Psychic Dictatorship because I just, I can't put it better. Uh-huh. Um, go for it. Yeah. Now, as the trenchant pen pegler sat in meeting, pretty soon he was rubbing his eyes and doubting his ears. So many things were happening. Foreign submarines being destroyed by swords of blue flame. Japanese bombers being routed by ascended masters. William Shakespeare shaking his spear, etc., etc. That upon leaving, he said, he had to buy a sheaf of books to confirm in print what he had heard in bewilderment from the platform. He bought all the books. He's like, I don't know if I heard that right. Yeah. He's like, what? Yeah. And what? also, um, remember in our uh, The Count of St. Germain episode, mentioned that like people thought that he was uh, Francis Bacon, mm-hmm. William Shakespeare. Yeah, so well, many different people. That comes from these guys, uh, Francis Bacon and William Shakespeare, uh, because they were like, oh, yeah. He was Francis Bacon, and Francis Bacon was William Shakespeare. So that means St. Germain was William Shakespeare, but that was a name he invented because will I am. He's the will of the I am presence shaking the spear of... So then who's will I am? A black magician. 
Oh my God, stop. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't one of his songs get like literally sent to Mars too? Did it? I think so. Let me. Fucking sick. I would have chosen something different, but yeah. that must be really fucking cool. Yep. He debuted a new song on Mars via the Curiosity Rover. Right, that's stupid. And it's called Reach for the Stars. Should have been someone else. Well, it's Will I Am. Hey, that's St. Germain. What if St. Germain yeah, is Will I Am? Yeah. That's his new iteration. They would. I mean, we don't know. Uh, Sometimes he's invisible. Guy, guy and Edna wouldn't. They wouldn't allow that. <laughs> no, they nope. wouldn't. Hell no. They would hate that. Literally magic Nazis. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> William uh, Westbrook Pegler, he, he wrote this. It seems impossible that in all history, the human race has produced any more humiliating rebuke to its claims of reason and dignity that a certain congregation of about 1,000 Americans who have been gathering afternoons and evenings lately in Cleveland to take part in a religious cult known as the Great I Am. He's just as pissed as we are. Yeah. Right? <laughs> he went and he was like, what in the hell what are the you people fuck? doing? Uh, he, went, he went on to say, uh, uh, he went on to say, among other scathing denunciations in the first article, which is, of course, what psychic dictatorship is. Fu- it's just scathing denunciations with sources to back it yes. up. Yes. It's people hate these people once they see them. Anyway, Westbrook uh, went on to say that it was the most revolting tragedy in the entire record of religious eccentricity in the United States. Wow, that's bad. And this Mormonism has already been created, too. Yeah. (laughs) Westbrook is so pissed that he's just writing better than he he ever has in his life. Yeah. (laughs) So, I mean, after this, like, well, now people got to go see. So there, there was this photographer, right? They didn't allow cameras in there, in case you hadn't already guessed that. Yeah, of course not. This dude... Hit a camera in his hat, okay? Didn't do a great job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait, what is it? This is like 1939. He's got a cable coming down. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm like, how is he taking pictures? Standing really like, still with a really tall hat. And like, He's wearing a fucking top hat, dude. Oh my God. <laughs> That's hilarious. And he, he, what did he cut a little hole in it or something? He would have to. Like, did he, what did he think? No one was going to see that? That's so He's funny. a fucking moron, too. <laughs> but the Minutemen saw it. Oh, um, no. Yeah, and so... Uh, what is that in your hat? Is that a can't... No, that's well, just my third eye. They grabbed him, and according to the account in the Cleveland Press of October, they, like, they threw him down, uh, started, they stepped on his fucking Adam's apple. Ow. Yeah. yeah. They not only ripped the film from his camera, but also knelt on his Adam's apple, bloodied his nose, and removed small portions of epidermis from various parts of his face. Holy fuck. They beat the living shit out of him within a half inch of his fucking life. Oh my God. Yeah. What, for having a camera? Yeah, for sneaking a camera and trying to document their black magicians, evil entities. Oh my God. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, the man is pretty dumb for even trying to attempt that. Oh, he's so fucking stupid. I don't do but- not in That's too much. That's Minute fucking. Ins- I mean, it's just it's animal brutality. Yeah. Um. Hey, this is so. This is nineteen thirty nine. Shit is getting. Oh my God. Unhinged. They should. Okay. They should have had the Minute Maids and the Minute Men. Yeah, that'd be cute. And shit's getting more and. <laughs> I'm like, oh God, I have anything else. I don't have anything else to add either. I um, thought that was cute. <laughs> I mean, now we've reached the point of like physical fucking violence. Yeah, of, of ripping that, people's faces off. Yeah, of saying that we're going to go install a new government through force, 
kill and release anyone you have to. It's like, you know, the hatred of journalists, yeah. you know, the media. Oh, yeah. Well, you've seen that before. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know there were so many magic Nazis in the fucking world. Too many. Jesus Christ. Um, we must take them down. Or just, you know. Cut the mic, cut the mic, cut the mic. <laughs> <laughs> now, it's kind of reached a weird point here. Now people are aware and shit. Yeah. Um, after that incident, the classes stopped being open. Yeah, Pegler blew up their spot. Yeah. So, and then they Pegs almost them. killed a fucking photographer. Um, yeah. So what happens now is that the meetings are closed. And the, their entire time before, like, the secret closed meetings weren't actually a thing. Like, that was just a tactic that everything they, they really to did was real. totally open. Yeah. But just now, make people think that they exist. All the meetings are closed. And only the best students are allowed, and only the ones who have signed the pledges of allegiance to the ascended masters and their three and only accredited messengers, which are of course Guy, Edna, and, and Donald. I'm sure. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's them. Not pledge allegiance to America. No, pledge to the Ballards. Yeah, it's full bore. And like it should be said, they had American flags hanging up. Like the America shit was so fucking powerful with them. Very patriotic. That's like the whole thing. Yeah. If you ever played Bioshock Infinite, um. That whole America as a religion is very much has to be inspired by this. Yeah. Um, so, like, it's it's re- reached the point of no return. It's either going to happen now or it's not. Right. They're violent. They're casting magic spells on the rose. It's belt. either going to explode or implode. And then the damnedest thing happens. <laughs> yeah. Guy Ballard just fucking dies. Hey. He just fucking dies. Peace out, like sucker. He just fucking dies. Saint Germain's coming with me too. Bye. He gets sick and he dies in a bed in a couple days. No drama. Yeah. No crazy. He just dies. He yeah. Just fucking no dead. ascension either. No. Just an old dead guy in a cheap suit in a fucking bed. He died of cirrhosis of the liver. Oh. Already, yeah. So maybe he was drinking. Yep. He was drinking, doing drugs. Yeah. Yeah. Now. I think it's really like while he's sick in bed, no one they're keeping that a fucking secret. Just like Kim Jong Un was fucking sick whenever it happens, right? Right. And I think it's so it is it is really kind of perfect that like Edna's not there. Mm-hmm. She's running damage control. She's running the classes and shit. She's not with him. Donald is. Yeah. Donald broke down crying. It really it seemed like it really affected him. But Edna just she had a fucking religion to save. George Washington is dead. He, he is. He's fucking just dead all of a sudden. Right at the apex. Yeah, December 29th, 1939, at exactly 5.20 a.m. He's gone. Guy Ballard shuffled off his fucking mortal coil. Now, at one point, Guy promised that the souls of all of the, the pigs and cows and sheep that yeah. were slaughtered in Chicago would come back to haunt the people. Did that ever happen? No, that didn't happen. Yeah, I didn't think so. Yeah. All right. Just thought I'd bring that up. What about, what about the animals they had their followers kill? God damn it. No, we can't, he's dead. We can't even. It's, <laughs> it didn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any so fucking stupid. sense. He's an asshole. Now he's dead. Good. Fuck him. I know. I'm going to send the dead cows to haunt you. Like, what? God damn it. Fuck you, Godfrey. Yeah. Fuck I, don't, you. I don't think he ever sent any cows to haunt people. I hope you were scared. I hope you were scared at the end. Yeah, I, I hope so. He was like, oh, shit, I'm actually not going to send. Fuck. Yeah. It's just darkness. You played, with, you played with powers beyond your understanding. You got got, bud. Yep. 
Fuck you. Now, he wasn't the only one who's going to get got. That's true. <laughs> That's very true. Oh, I had the God coming to slap down motherfuckers. And Edna's punishment is better. It is more just. Yeah. Uh, in 1942, Edna, Donald, and a few others of the inner circle are charged with 18 counts of mail fraud. You know, good. Yeah. Yeah. They're convicted of this twice. Twice? Twice, yes. The presiding judge instructed the jury not to consider the truth or falsity of the religious beliefs that led them to sell in the books for the money and shit, okay. you know, promising things that weren't going to happen. Like, you can't, you can't take into account if they believed what their, their own bullshit or not. That's what the judge said. You can't really prosecute that or not. How can you're, a jury decide on you're what— You're prosecuting beliefs at that point. You're prosecuting yeah. thoughts. You, What's you in someone's head? You, you can't, can't do fucking that. do that. So, yeah, I agree. Yeah. The jury found them guilty. So— the Ninth Circuit overturned the conviction on the grounds that the judge improperly excluded the credibility of the religious beliefs from consideration, and the government appealed to the Supreme Court, right? So the Ninth Circuit went— So it went all the way can, to the Supreme You can Supreme fucking Court. look at their—because think about it. Like, right now, they're worried about fascism and communism. They're literally worried about this shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so it's in, like, in that way, their beliefs really kind of do matter. It's 1942. We're at war. Yeah. You know, um, I still, I think I actually agree with the first judge who's like, you can't decide on thoughts, whether thoughts are true or not. Like, I think that's pro- like, I know what was going on in his head at least. Yeah. You know? I like, I get it, but in a legal sense, it's weird. I'd like, can't I, yeah. Do that. But so the United States appealed to the Supreme court. They brought this all the way to the fucking Supreme court. Uh, the Supreme uh, in United States v. Ballard, the Supreme Court in a five to four landmark decision held that the question of whether ba- of whether the Ballards believed their religious claims should not have been submitted to the jury and re- remanded the case back to the Ninth Circuit, which affirmed the fraud conviction. I mean, so the Supreme Court agreed, agreed. with the first judge. So they, the conviction was they got convicted again. OK, right. I don't think it matters whether or not they believe in it. Right, and that's what the Supreme Court's saying. That's what yeah. the first judge said. Because yeah. either way, the outcome is the same. What happened the, is the same. Yeah. Uh, the, interpreting this decision, the Ninth Circuit later found that the court did not go so far as to hold that, and quote, the validity or veracity of a religious doctrine cannot be inquired into by a federal court. So they did say, like, well, we didn't quite say that you can't look into Yeah. Which, it's also like, okay, you got Om Shinrikyo or some, but you know what I mean? Like, it, <laughs> or these fucking guys. Like, yeah. It's obviously bullshit. It's bullshit. And, um, yes. Anyone who goes there, this is fucking, what the fuck? Like, yeah. and that's also the other side where it's like, this is bullshit. So where, are, they, just hide. So where are y'all keeping your money? It's an interesting question, for sure. But uh, on a second appeal, the Supreme Court in 1946 vacated the fraud conviction on the grounds that women were improperly excluded from the jury panel. Were it no women in the jury panel, overturned it. Okay. And it's not a fraud anymore. Um. Yeah. However. <laughs> She was banned from using the U.S. mail for fucking 14 years. Well, then. They, t- <laughs> they didn't let her use the fucking mail. No ordering out of catalogs for her. Yeah, no shipping mm-hmm. magazines, no fucking. That's how dangerous this woman was with her. Like, if she yeah. got her fucking words in you, cancel culture, am I right? Yeah, they fucking canceled oh, Alex Jones. The Alex Jones, They did. Wow. Good God. And so her and uh, her and Donald moved, and some of the inner circle moved to Santa Fe, and 
It wasn't until 1954 uh, that they got the mail back. They, uh, they revoked their tax-exempt status in 1941. The uh-huh. IRS did, um, saying they didn't consider it as a religion. Court ruling 1957 overturned the ruling of the IRS and reestablished the group as a tax exempt, their tax-exempt status. Edna and Donald moved to Santa Fe with some of the inner circle where they, she kept teaching classes. Uh, just small group. She didn't have the outreach she did anymore, and she also didn't have her preacher. Yeah. She didn't have the auction. Right. She didn't have her Godfrey there, her beloved Godfrey. She still had St. Germain, and she still kept doing her shit, her and Donald. Admittedly, imagine her clothes are a bit dustier, a bit dirtier. She's getting old, alone. Uh, All the power she almost had. I don't know. They still had a lot of money. Oh, that's true. They still had a fuck ton of money. Yeah. Like $55 million. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, so she was just fine until she lost her mind. And then what's what's all that worth? Fuck yeah, she lost her mind. Yeah, yeah that that's the punishment. Mm-hmm. Live long. She just forgot all about it. The opulence because you can't go anywhere. You can't fucking use the mail. You can't increase your power. Right. And all this money, nothing to do, and then you lose the one thing that you knew you had better than anyone else: your ability to outthink people. Now you're delusional. Yeah. Guy had always said he was invincible. Yeah. That was his thing. That St. Germain protected him. He was invulnerable, invincible. He just fucking dies from cirrhosis. Right. Lower than average. And heart span. disease. Yeah. Yeah, it was cirrhosis called, uh, heart disease caused by a cirrhosis. Oh, so, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, drinking man. Yeah. And then Edna, who was the brains of the operation, who wrote the decrees, who read the fucking, who created the delusion. Mm-hmm. She becomes delusional in the end. Yeah. I'm it's, sure she was hearing St. Germain then. Dude, it's so fucking insanely poetic. Yeah, like, it, a, it a weirds little bit. Me out. Like a little bit. Yeah, and it was like what two years later that Donald died. Yep. In in Santa Fe. Yeah, right before he was about to publish. Uh, literally on the yeah. day he was going to publish an expose talking about all of the people that fucked him over. Because after his mom died, she had made a will that everything was going to go to him, and she said, you know, be careful. There's going to be a lot of vultures. You know, before my body's even cold. And um, on the day that the book was going to be published. Guess who dies after getting a cup of coffee from the coffee shop? Don's fucking dead. Yep. He's fucking dead. <laughs> Just, there he goes. Heart attack on a bench. Drink coffee. Yeah, and now that, that manuscript is out there somewhere. It's locked in a vault in uh, the St. Germain Foundation. And it has in all the juicy information Illinois. in it. <sighs> God, it, it's our king in yellow. This side of things, we're going to get back to. Yeah. This modern side. We are going to get back to this. Yeah, because people pick up the torch where even before Edna even died, uh, people were coming up with their own little offshoot organization. Because it had reached this huge climax where it was going to be a psychic fascist movement. Yeah. It was about to swell over into real life. And And then Guy just fucking dies. And it can't. It can't without George Washington. But that was the height of its popularity. And so- all the, it just, the belief system, no one's ever really able to challenge it. Right? Yeah. And so it just kind of filters into the underground, into the subculture. Until like the 50s. Yeah. Um, the 50s is when it sort of like bobs back up. Right. Because it's been like percolating and spreading underground for 10 years. Uh-huh. That's when we get like the bridge to freedom and yes. the summit lighthouse and all of those other but- fun offshoots. You know, in a way, Guy and Edna did live on because oh, they sure now did. They are known as uh, 
Ascended Master Godfrey, and Lady Master Lotus. Another one. Another one. <laughs> yep, they, they're up there. They're ascended, and um, I could channel one right now, actually. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> Who you got? Okay. This is, all, all right. Here's my... <laughs> Here's my Edna. Um, ew, Donald, don't touch me. <laughs> ew, oh Donald, God. you disgusting little boy. You smell like <laughs> onions. Get away from me. <laughs> okay. Holy shit. That was Ascended Master Lotus. Yeah. Lady Master Lotus. I don't know where that came from. That just poured out of me. <laughs> That's the end of the story. Donald, have you been eating onions again? Okay. <laughs> Sorry, she just had something else to say. So that's the end of the story of Guy, Edna, and Edonia Eros Donald Ballard. Yeah. However, it's not the end of the story of St. Germain and the Ascended Masters. It, uh, it just isn't. fucking isn't. It isn't. So, because well, so next this, week. I'm, I just, like, I, I hope people understand how angry all of this makes me. And it should. It, sh- it should make people angry. This has become it's a holy nonsense. war. This is a holy war at this point. It is, like, between who, who? Between just, like... Between the cool people that have, have actually done an honest day's work of meditation or, like, any sort of thinking and these fucking assholes. I don't know. Like, the, it's, yeah. it's, it's, like, because me and, like, we're... And I imagine a lot of our audience, even if they're not, like, believers in anything, I don't know what the fuck I believe. I don't really believe in anything, but I'm really interested in, like, in the fucking wisdom and philosophy and shit mm-hmm. and the thinking the deeper question asking the deeper questions about yourself and these fucking pieces like here's the fucking thing because it's easy it's easy for people you know be like well what makes this terrible nonsense worse than the other ones and the difference is that like okay alistair crowley was a bad fucking guy right he was a bad fucking guy he was not a good dude however his works it is the record he, but there's been a lot of like Christian philosophers who are fucking assholes or Christian mystics who are fucking assholes. Lots of mystics from anywhere who are fucking assholes and whose teachings have been perverted throughout. Yeah. However, their writings are worthwhile because what that is, is them going to a place we all have access to, which is the interior of our mind and what we find there. Uh-huh. The strange dimensions in inner space, right? And they see a thing and they bring back a record, but it's a map. It's their map. It's what they saw. Right. But it's just a map, right? And they say, hey, I saw this. This is a map of what I saw. Mm-hmm. I hope this helps you, right? Yeah. You have to go there and draw your own map. You have to see their own thing, but it's still useful. These motherfuckers are selling you fake stock in a fake gold mine on a continent they've never been to. Yeah. That's all this shit is. I am angel numbers, twin flames, violet flames, St. Germain. And it's, uh, it seems like all love and light on the surface, but what it is, is it's evil. It's powered by like fear. It's, you know, fear and violence. Yeah. Fear and psychic violence. And, you know, we have to remember that at the root of all of this is the desire to, um, have America take over the planet and make it into like a, a white, you know, uh, Utopia. Yeah. And not a utopia for everyone either. Just a utopia for, you know. Um, this is what the hippies that live at Mount Shasta, this is what they're into. Yeah, it's so weird because it's really not love and light at all. No. Because they're either scared of dying or they're yeah. psychopaths and they run one of these tenters. That's mm-hmm. it. It's become a toolbox, a kit, a ready made kit 
They can just tap into this and it works for some fucking reason. It does. It's worked time and time again for multiple groups. Yep. And we're going to keep exploring that. And we the, sure uh, are. We got another group next week. Summit Lighthouse, um, also known as the Church Universal and Triumphant. Oh, boy. <laughs> they were building fucking million dollar bunkers in Montana. I bet you never heard of this shit either. Neither th- had I. That, what year was this? It was founded in 1958. But this whole thing, like, it's it's still a thing. It's on Oprah. Yeah. Yeah. The, and that's when, that's when Oprah was like. Not as polished as she yeah. came either. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. But 1980s, yeah, this is, they were building bunkers in Montana, stockpiling guns. How you doing? Yeah. <laughs> so that's what we're going to be diving into next week. Thank you guys for coming along uh, with us on this terrifying and strange journey. Hope you're enjoying it as much as we are. Yeah, thanks for being with us. Yeah. Thanks for listening. And uh, fuck you, guy. Fuck you, Edna. Fuck you, CW Ledbetter. Fuck you, Annie Bassant. And a little fuck you to Donald, but not too much, because he was yeah. just a victim of his circumstances. I kind of think so at the end. Yeah. Yeah. No, he was culpable. Yeah. Fuck you, Donald. Yeah. And fuck you, Helena. Because- <laughs> You started this. Sheerly because you had no idea this, but your lack of ethics. Yeah. As a teach- you bear this burden. It's true. She does. <sighs> okay. That's it for us. Good night. And Good morning. My ascended has pieces of shit. <laughs> Bye. Another one. <laughs> Another one.